Welcome to episode 99 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. In December, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, I guess it will be Christmas. Yeah. Jeez, man. It's, it's less than a couple weeks away, Steve. Well, we're recording this part on December 5th, which right. is actually my sister's birthday. So growing oh. up, we weren't allowed to put out any decorations until after that. Really? Yeah. Not even the tree? No. Nothing. So uh, most people traditionally, I think, did it right after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Ours was December 6th. That's kind we of could unique. do outside decorations because it was cold. We wanted to get a out, jump on that, mm-hmm. and we had a lot of them. Well, but, happy birthday to Bobby. All right, this is Steve, a.k.a. Kalawagi, with me, as always, Scott Prime. Howdy. Okay. So, welcome. Yes. Christmas so, time is soon. So, how old is your sister? Because you're the very, very baby of the family. I'm the baby of the family. I don't know that she... She probably doesn't care. She was born in 61. Wow. So, 57. Fifty-eight. She's older than I thought. Yeah. Hmm. It's so weird that you have siblings in their almost sixties, mm-hmm. and you're still a young pup in your early forties. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's two sets of kids, basically. Well, happy holidays, everybody, or Merry Christmas, or whatever you're celebrating, or just go buy yourself something and enjoy the day. That's usually the best way to go about it. <laughs> so, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Good. How are you? Very well. I start a job soon. So, yay. Congratulations. Finally. How's that feel? Feels good. I just want a paycheck. I mean, (laughs) it actually does seem, interestingly enough, like a decent company. If anyone knows T-Tech or Teletech, it'll be customer service for insurance. But it's a way to move up in the company. Well, good. So. So the pay good? Pay is really good. Really good. Look at this guy. For, for, you know, just regular customer service, yeah. So he'll soon give him about a month to catch but, up, and then he'll be buying all your sealed Blood Bowl <laughs> product online. But I do have to be past the insurance licensing exam, which I've done before, okay. so that is why it's a little bit higher. Uh, yeah, speaking of sealed stuff, um, I actually bought protectors for my sealed figures. That's crazy. I know. It's awesome, though. You're nuts. I found some other ones that might be better, but we'll see. Uh, and also created a group called Vintage Blood Bowl, even though I guess there was already a group out there that was Vintage Blood Bowl, but I couldn't find it because it's private, so I don't know. <laughs> Another Blood Bowl group to be a part of. Mm-hmm. For if people, people to wanted to. Once or twice a month. I need to post more. I've just been busy. Sure. Also started back at school. so been doing How's that. that going? I've completed almost four courses already. Wow, look at this guy. You're like a new entrepreneur. You're, you have a new lease on life. You're getting to, stuff done, man. You're going to school. you got a new job. It'll all you, implode in about six months. You kind of got a roommate. Yeah. Your life is changing. Yeah, that's an unfortunate situation for him, but it works out for me, I guess. No, it's all right. Yeah. You're, you're the hero to many friends. This is true. When I went through some rough times, you moved in, and now somebody else is going through a rough time, and they moved in. So That's true. Look, look at you. Yeah. Paying people back. I try. I recently went to an NFL football game for the first time ever. How was that? Um, besides the result, <laughs> um, it was really, really fun. Um, this was at Houston? So I went down to, me and Jennifer went down to Houston to watch the Houston Texans play the New England Patriots. And if you haven't listened before, I'm a New England Patriots fan. 
dating all the way back to like 1985 when they got crushed by the Bears in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been a I'm not a bandwagon fan of the last 20 years, but <laughs> man, I, I sure I sure have enjoyed the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, NFL games are very different. I've been to many college games. Um, I don't know. I think so far out of all the pro sports I've been to, I think the NFL game itself is the most fun. That's good. And before I would have told you an NBA game is the most fun. Yeah. Uh, with baseball bringing up the rear. Baseball is just weird because it's like really hot at the beginning of the season. It's really cold at yeah. the end of the season. And in the middle, it's... And f- you're I'm pretty s- much always outside. So I should say it's very hot in the middle of the season. Yeah. It's cool at the beginning. It's really yeah, it hot. Is. And then it's cool again. And you really have to be into the team to sit around for four hours watching him <laughs> oh yeah pete, pete nifton <laughs> i hated it just hated it the nfl game went by surprisingly fast for being a tv game too like i sit at home and watch the games mm-hmm. it feels like i'm watching a game for three hours or so it felt like we were only there maybe two hours tops huh. i mean it really did it went by quick um the seats were expensive but we had really good seats we were about on the five yard line um, about nine rows up from the bottom. Jeez. Um, they were pricey. Yeah. But they were really good seats, and surprisingly, you could see a lot of the all the a lot of the action, unless it was on the very very far you know goal. Yeah. Um, but still, it were, it was really neat. Uh, I remember seeing an OU game one time when in the end zone because that's where the fan section was. Mm-hmm. It was just so bad. I don't think if I think if we were in one of the two end zones, I think it would not have been fun. Yeah. Um, but where we were, we could still see everything. <clears throat> it was exciting. It was kind of cool to finally see Tom Brady play, uh, see Julian Edelman play. Because I don't know if Brady has too many years left. You would think that he doesn't, but who knows? What, I would have thought that many years ago too. <laughs> um, you know, they really, despite the score was twenty eight to twenty two, but. With 11 seconds left in the third quarter, it was um, 21 to 3, three. I believe. Yeah. So it really wasn't much of a game until those last like six minutes or so. But still, it was nice to at least go to a game with 50 seconds left and go, there's still a chance mm-hmm. to be excited about something. So that's good. The NFL fans are pretty crazy, though. They just, they want to he- really heckle you and stuff like that. But I, I'd look over at the guy and go, let me tell you something, bud. And he's like, what? And I go, I'm not playing today. And th- <laughs> that seemed like to really diffuse everything. Yeah. Like, oh, we're not going to bother this guy. And I think Jennifer yelled more than I did. At the he game. probably also re- you know, reminded him that he's not playing too. And he's like, oh, <laughs> that's right. I'm not. Yeah, you're really not a part of anything here. I'm just a drunk. I-, I really didn't win all these Super Bowls. That mm-hmm. was Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and stuff. I really didn't get to see Bill Belichick that often because, you know, he was surrounded by their players yeah. and stuff. But I really kind of wanted to watch him and stuff. But I know that's <laughs> that weird. Was, no, that was one of my favorite moments of going to see an OU game because during the uh, Schnellenberger era, uh-huh. and if people don't know, University of Oklahoma, there was a time when they were really, really, really bad. And our coach was Howard Schnellenberger, and he was a drunk. Like, I... <laughs> My dad and I went to go see a football game about 50-yard line, maybe four rows up, because you could get those tickets, no problem. Right. And we spent a lot of the game just watching other people coach the game, and 
Howard Schnellenberger just over in the corner, you know, just, just kind of being there. Right. Not paying attention. Right. <laughs> it's like, wow. But uh, overall fun, even though, like I said, I, I don't know how people, well, I do know how. There's a lot of people in the world that make way much more money than me. Oh, for sure. But I do not, I, man, you to get season tickets to an NFL game would cost a fortune. I mean, it'd just be crazy. Well, you but, had season tickets to you. I did. But you also split them with someone. I did. Which is what people we know that have season tickets to NFL games typically do. Right. So. Yeah. But it was really, I mean, like, the concessions. Yeah. I thought the prices at the concessions, while overpriced, I thought they were way more reasonable than definitely the Major League Baseball Yeah, from what game. you were telling me about, I was like, no way. They even had souvenir cups, which, you know, it's an $8 drink or whatever. Yeah. But then they had these refill stations throughout the stadium where you could walk up and get your own refill at any time. Mm-hmm. Get you some ice, get you some drink, fill it up, and go sit back down. Yeah, that would be amazing. Without waiting in lines. And I was like, man, why is not baseball done this? Like, well, I guess baseball because, wants you to buy the same Coke yeah. five times for $6. So. The last time we – I guess not the last time. 2016 might may have been the last time when we went to Wrigley. I still have a lot of those souvenir cups because mm-hmm. we would just 50 cents more to get a souvenir cup. Might as well. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I got a ton of them. Um, we stayed to the very end and uh, enjoyed all of it. Our hotel was within walking distance. We oh, left the awesome. stadium. We were back in our hotel in 10, 15 minutes. So, that's good. The, the funniest thing was uh, as we were leaving, there was probably, if I had to guess, a kid that was 16, 17, 18, somewhere in there. All these Texan fans wanted to give him a hard time, and he just kept throwing up his hands, making a, a circle. And he was, his response to everybody that gave him a hard time, since he had Patriots stuff on, was zero Super Bowls, <laughs> zero Super Bowls. Suck just, it. <laughs> which you know is really funny. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. And then there was one Texan fan in our area. This would be the last story about this, who wanted to give us a hard time, and then like we would make a first down. And so the Patriots fan would give him a hard time back. Yeah. And he never used the scoreboard because they were up 21 to 3. You know, like he, oh, had, he yeah. had the ultimate get back at us. Yeah, of course. Like, well, you made it first down, but look at the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, you're missing out on this opportunity. Every- <laughs> I was like, I guess that's not the last one. <laughs> Every time they the Texans would score something or do yeah. a really good play, I put my hands on top of my head with my mouth wide open like, oh, my God. And I was like, Jen, hurry up and do this. And she's like, why? And I was like, we might be a meme one day if they catch us. Because I was just trying to like make this outrageous. Oh, Lord. Look at the Patriots fans. Yeah. And then I could be on a meme forever. Do you want that? Eh, if it happened, I mean, since I was wanting that to happen, it was like that's I good, was asking to, to yeah. do it. It wasn't like I was so shocked and going to cry about it. Yeah. It was me. Now... If you were to take, go back in time and get little Scott crying at halftime when the Bears were crushing him, <laughs> that would be really funny. But I was really uh, trying to, I was trying to get on the big screen. Little like, Steve enjoyed that game. <laughs> oh, I bet little Steve was pumped. But, so, anyways, good time. That's good. Um, I guess it's not really Blood Bowl related, but anything else Blood Bowl related? Um, I no. played some sevens. You did. Will Schaefer taught me some sevens after Nuffleween. I thought y'all were playing a league game, Mm-mm. and it went by so fast. I was like, <laughs> "What the hell did y'all do?" And you said you played. So, what did you think about sevens? I, 
I understand the appeal because it's fast, but I don't like it as a game. It's fine. It's is so this, much does more this random. Fall into the. I'd rather just play Blood Bowl. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. It's so much more random. You only have seven players, right? Okay. So an armor break is huge. Oh. And yeah. when the ball, you know, scatters and stuff, it's a very big deal where it goes because, you know, the other team can get it because you don't start up on each other. But the field's smaller. Field's smaller, which means it's it's just weird. Like we'd have to play it more to really give a good understanding. People out there love it. I'm sure it's fun, but just the, I guess I played a game and a half because we did a half and trained and then played a full game. Um, I would rather play Blitz Bowl okay. if I was playing something Blood Bowl related. Okay. So far. I mean. All right. We'll, we'll see. No, that's fair. I yeah, mean, we'll have to get, teach you how to play next year. <laughs> next year? Oh, like I mean, in three weeks? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Sure. It's, it's coming up. I mean, I think the appeal that I've heard from everybody is just faster. So it is therefore really fast. if you're you want to play a four round tournament but mm-hmm. you only have four hours to do it or whatever. Because y'all are done really quick. Yeah, it's like half hour, whatever. Yeah. That's crazy. Well And again, I, I I don't know. I mean I only played it a very little bit. I'm sure people love it. What teams did y'all play? I started playing Camry and he was Orcs, I think. So do you only get then one I, of each positional and then the rest linemen? It's been too long since I played it. Okay. So uh, something along those lines. You get like four position players or something. Okay. So you only but, had one Tomb Guardian, one yeah. Thrower, one Blitz Raw. So it's, speed is very important. Armor is important. So probably very preliminary guess. Dark Elves are really good. But I don't know. So it's like Blood Bowl. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, other than you know us doing Nuffleween, which we're going to talk about, I don't have much else to say. I'm trying to think myself, I don't think I have much to say either. Next episode, man, number one hundred for reels. Oh, it's going to be big, and it'll be twenty twenty. Yeah, it's the be big. heck. I know. It's so weird. It's weird getting older because, like, God, I don't. Life, just <laughs> everything. It just go flies by, oh. and I hate saying yeah. that because I hated hearing my parents say that, and now here I am saying that. Yeah, well, I guess that can bring us to the what we're doing today. Uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about Nuffleween for the first part. Second part, we're going to discuss mortality. So, yay! The life of Brian. That's, that's good. Yeah, with the Y. <laughs> yeah, and death of Brian. So that sucks. And then third segment, Ogre stuff just came out, like literally released today, talking about the kick teammate and the disposable skill. Yeah. But this is the last of the stunty teams to come out after being retouched by GW. So we're going to be talking about their efforts to maybe rebalance the game, make the lesser teams better, and give our thoughts about that. All right. All sounds great. I would hope so. Why would it not? I mean, it always is. Okay, so we'll just close off here, and we will get to the first segment. Nuffleween. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. 
Check him out online at wizardsnorman.com. Welcome back. We're going to be talking about Nuffleween 8, Frankenfest 2519, on November 9th, 2019. So Nuffleween 8, I believe we had 18 people? Is that correct? I didn't write that down, but it sounds right. I believe it was 18. Um, Me and Steve played, because we had an even number, so we could both play easily. Yep. Um, And typically, I mean, we've tried not, I I prefer not to, to because I'm anal and I just want to make sure stuff runs well. But people don't care for small tournaments, so I do. I think, you know, when you're in that... And I guess that's something we can talk about later, too. 22 to lower, I think it's okay to play. Under 20, I think you're fine. I mean, we yeah. were prepared. I was going to sit out if we had odd numbers. Yeah. And I was very happy we didn't. I mean, we were just happy you could actually stay. We thought you were going to be gone. <laughs> yeah, there was a, a lot of uh, problems with... Um, Going into Nuffleween, they decided to make up all, all our little YMCA soccer games that Saturday, and nobody knew about it to the last second. And so most of our players already had plans or started other sports. Mm-hmm. So these, I went from like, I have to coach two soccer games in the middle of the day, and well, middle of the morning, I should say, to like, we found out like only four girls were going to show up because they were <laughs> out of town. Or going on a family trip, or had sports in sure. Tulsa, yeah. or basketball somewhere, because the why threw this on us at the last second. Yeah, and it was supposed to be done by now, but weather extended it. <clears throat> yeah, our ex- season got extended almost by three weeks. Um, so, you know, they wanted to make try to make make an effort to make these up. And long story short, but when I found out we had four players, we were undefeated. <laughs> The closest game we ever had was like seven to four, I believe. And that's when we let another team borrow our players. And three <laughs> of those goals, our girl scored. So really 10 to four. <laughs> so, it, well, 10 to one, if you want to look at it that way. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Um, so we decided as a, as a team that we're just, we weren't going to send out the four girls to get massacred. No. And the only reason we could have played is if the other team would have let us borrow players anyways. Mm-hmm. So who knows? I mean, if, if I got smashed by somebody, there's no way I'd send players over there to, to help them out. No. So we, we know showed from YMCA, which allowed me to show up for Nuffleween. And we, we went undefeated still of the games we played. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I don't think it mattered because I don't think the other team showed up either for the same <laughs> reason. So I don't yeah. think anybody was there. But Nuffleween got happened. So like good. I said, we had 18 players. We had a good uh, – a lot of Texas guys came up. And this was the year that you pretty much ran – well, created the whole thing because it was me coming back from World Cup going, I don't want to deal with this. You do right. it. So we didn't have a wacky kickoff table. Right. But instead, we did the uh, stadiums. I thought it would be a good time to take all the pitches that we've bought recently, the ones from GW with all the strange rules, and try to try to play with some of those rules modified, I guess, in a way, to, yeah. sim- to simplify it because I didn't want a million questions coming up uh, yeah. in a tournament. Some of them are wacky. And um, so... We made up our own rules for every stadium. We did a drawing for which field you played at. So every field got played on at some point, at mm-hmm. least once. 
Um, some of them all four rounds and, you know, I think quite a few of them multiple times. Yeah. I played on the dwarf one, I think three, three out of four times or so. Did you really? Two, at least two times. I think it was three. That's cool. Uh, we, we kept with the Nuffleween theme that we've had since Nuffleween two, which is the trick or treat rule. You buy your skills at the beginning of the game, you lose a random skill. Mm Mm-hmm. And then if based off if you win or tie, you'll keep losing random skills. And if you lost, you got to pick which skill gets dropped. So as the rounds go on, you lose a skill. Yeah. Um, what did you play at the tournament? Well, I took this as an opportunity to bust out my World Cup received team. It's not the World Cup team, but it's an underworld team that the Rat Pack that I got. That was from the ago. World Cup in 20... No, it was the North American Team Championship. Oh, North American Team in Championship. In 2012 or was whatever. It, was it that long ago? It was a while back, yeah. Okay. It was the Rat Packs. It was the Skaven and yeah. Goblins all in suits and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was the reason they were in suits and stuff because I was part of that chain. It's like, if you're doing a Rat Pack, they need to look like the Rat Pack. Mm-hmm. So it took me a while to find someone I actually trusted to get him painted. So I got Thor and his... Uh, painting studio, which I forget, but I'll put in the shout outs. Black something, paint, Black Wolf, I think. Is it more than just him? No, I think it's just him. Oh, okay. But, you know. Still. Um, but it took me a while to get my stuff back from World Cup, and the luggage finally arrived, so I was able to play them. So I took them, and then obviously I just named them after the Rat Pack. So they were the Holmby Hills Skaven Squad. Okay. Because Holmby Hills is where the Rat Pack originally, it doesn't matter. No, it does. I mean, it's important yeah. to you. I, yeah. I, I don't know much about the Rat Pack. Yeah, and it was... The, Besides Sammy Davis Jr., Frank Sinatra. Yeah, pretty much. And that's it. Yeah. So, uh, I took... Um, I guess I'll... I guess I'll say what I took. My squad was the Troll, two Blitzers, a Thrower, two Linemen, and then the rest Goblins, up to 14 players. With four re-rolls, two fan factor, one coach, and one cheerleader. Four re-rolls. I didn't want to take a star. And you didn't want to take that second thrower? No. Just to have a guy with three strength? Yeah, I don't know. I just couldn't tell you why. I didn't, though. In my my head, I was just going off. It was a theme. So Frank Sinatra, or Frankie Sonata, was the Skaven thrower. And then, you know. Dino Martini, little Sammy DJ was the Skaven Blitzers. Uh, Peter LaFed and Joey Bizzip was the Skaven Lineman. After that, you kind of run out of Rat Pack people that are interesting. <laughs> okay. Right. So the Goblins were named after just like sort of Rat Pack people. And the troll was Rickle the Don after Don Rickles because he was never officially a Rat Pack member, but he always said he was. And they always treated him like one. So it made sense for him to now be the cu- loner. Now I'm curious on this Blood Bowl podcast mm-hmm. about this Rat Pack. What were they, just a bunch of dudes that hung out? Yeah, pretty much. But they said you're not a member, but you are? He was. He hung out with them all the time, but they he was never like officially known as one of the Rat Pack by them or whatever. I don't know. Okay, this is weird. I mean, this is like if we were talking it's pro wrestling, 60s, it would s- dude. sound very similar. Yeah. Like, he's part of the NWO, but he's not. He right. wrestled a few he's matches affiliated. with yeah. Hulk Hogan, but he wasn't really an official member. Right. 
So since he wasn't an official member, it made sense for him to be the troll because he has loner. Okay. And he's kind of mean, so, you know. <laughs> Tom Rickles is mean? Yeah, maybe, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I think you're probably right about that. It was fun. So I'll just go through it real fast. First round went up against Scott Hess and his Amazon team, and I ended up tying him two to two. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Went up against Joe Smith's Ogre team and ended up beating him two to one. Uh, Chris Mosier's Undead team, I actually beat him two to nothing. And then Sean O'Donohue's Amazons, I tied one to one. Two Amazon teams. Two Amazon teams. Yeah. There's a lot of Amazon teams. There was a lot of Amazon teams. Um, Starting to notice that they're a lot more prevalent when they can take Carla. Hmm. I thought it might be the format because we see a lot of teams with built-in skills. Oh, that too. Yeah. That's um, true. Usually we see a lot of dwarves or Norse. What? But I was very happy that with Underworld and not taking any star players and obviously not even all the rats, it's not an optimal build. Still had two wins and two ties. What were your skills? So, uh, I took block on the troll, and that lasted the whole tournament. Uh, two of my linemen, my Skaven linemen, one had block, one had wrestle. Those all lasted the whole tournament. I took horns on both of the blitzers, and I renamed it Hat, because they had hats. Right. And... Um, course since i renamed it those are the first two skills gone right yeah why, why would you have fun with the fluff yeah and uh the thrower took block and the goblin one of the goblins had disturbing presence how did that work out did it really matter ever uh one time okay no nah, i wasn't big but i had to do something sure i Was didn't care foul if appearance lost it. or di- disturbing presence, presence. Okay. picking up the balls throwing it and stuff like that i mean i got you it's worth a shot sure well, I mean, it's also a good skill, like, after one game. Yeah. If you lost. Yeah, exactly. So you can just dump it and get move on. Mm-hmm. So well, I wasn't too worried. And like I said, I was just more having fun than really trying to And you went undefeated well. with Underworld. I sure did. <laughs> I can't complain. No? You know, honestly, I've only lost one game with Underworld out of the eight I've played. Because I took them to the brawl in 2016, tied Slon, tied Dwarves, and tied Amazons, and lost to Orcs. So you played seven? Oh, eight games. Yeah. Okay. Wow, look at you. Maybe that's your team to play. I could. I mean, with your suboptimal build, I do love the looks of the team. You. Well, I could do that. All right. 2020, the year of the Rat Pack. The whole year. I don't know if I can do that. You don't have it in you. You're not built to play the same team all the time. <laughs> no, I'm really not. Neither one of us are. Although, really, I don't know with my job if I'll be able to get to tournaments too easily. Oh, now you sound like Scott, 2019. I don't know if I'll be able to go. You always uh, say that every year. So, since I've never said this before, no, I I'm don't saying, sound like you. you and say I sound like that, so I'm giving you a hard since, time. I know, back. but also, since it's a call center... I don't have control of like what my days off will be, so I might have to work weekends. Mm. Haven't even started yet. I'm not even going to worry about it. But. No, no. Go collect that paycheck for a while. Yeah. And, you know, 
I'll, it's I'm sure I'll have like, vacation time. If something important comes up, we know that you don't mind retiring from your job <laughs> to get another one. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's supposed to work Where's out Steve better at? than that. Oh, well, he's working his last day today, and then he'll be oh, around man. for Oklahoma, and then he's going to start looking for a job on Monday. No, I don't want to do that. I don't, wow. I don't like... This could be the first Oklahoma Bowl without Steve. No, I'm sure he'll be there. <laughs> what if you're not? That's gonna really bug you. you it don't would bug me, but I'm I'm sure I'd be there at least some point, unless I'm working like eight to seven. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just not gonna worry about it. All right. Um, so what did you take? So I've always wanted to play a team based off the old Dungeon Bowl team called the Green Destroyers, which was made up of it was a mixed race team, but with all the green players. So it was orcs. Trolls, goblins. Now, this was before, this is back in second edition. Yeah. Where orcs didn't have a troll. Yeah. Orcs didn't have a goblin. There was orcs, and then you had a goblin team, you know, and then trolls were running around here and there. Um, what made the Dungeon Bowls team so cool was that they were, they were the um, Jade Wizards was behind them, sponsored them or whatever, and they mm-hmm. had all these green players. And I always wanted to play a team that was similar to that. Well, come along the next edition of Rules and through its many iterations, you got to add troll, uh, a troll to the orcs, which was awesome. Not two trolls, unfortunately, but right. it was one. But then you got to add goblins, too. So I've been wanting to do this forever. I really thought I would do it more in our old home league instead of a tournament because um, it just doesn't feel optimal having the little goblins with the orcs and the power game or whatever bashing. A lot of people like them, though. Um, well, that's what I was getting ready to. Um, I saw Tim Lyons do the same thing at um, 3 Die Brawl this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had really good success with it, and he said, you know, I really like the mobility of having that option of if I need a, a piece to go assist, I can dodge through some tackle zones. Yeah. And so I thought, why not and try it? Because I wanted to try it at some point, and I really wasn't looking polite. I'm trying to do the play all the teams one more time to see if <laughs> see if there's something that really stands out I like. And Orcs is like one of the last five teams or so I need to play. Yeah. And I didn't want to play them. And I thought, well, you're probably not going to play anyways because it's Nuffleween. You'll probably be the odd man out. And I got to play them. Um, so my build was four blitzers, four blockers, one troll, one thrower and four or three goblins. I had two rerolls and then I had a cheerleader. So the green destroyers has two trolls, right? Yes. And you didn't take two trolls? I couldn't work it out to get two trolls. Why don't you just wait until you can play with Ripper? Well, I know. I Okay. At some point I was just curious. That's on the agenda after the results of this tournament. Playing with the goblins was a lot more fun than it should have been. Okay. Um, so my skills... So you had no linemen. I had no linemen. I almost didn't take the thrower, but I thought probably easier to pass the ball with a thrower in a like a long bomb situation yeah. than rely on the troll to pass a goblin. Oh, yeah, a little bit. So that's why I went ahead and did the thrower instead of the fourth goblin. Really, I would like to do it you know, with all four goblins... But it was fine. Um, the 
blitzers, the skills I had was tackle, tackle, frenzy, and dodge. So one skill per okay. blitzer. And then I had three blocks on the Black Orc blockers, which felt very boring. But at the same time, I know I'm going to hit a lot with them. And yeah, absolutely. That's what I need to do. Um, I believe the first skill I lost was a tackle on one of the blitzers, which is the whole reason I wanted to play two of them. Because to me, tackle is a very important tournament skill. Because mm-hmm. most always you see a blodger of some sort. I tied two Amazon teams. If I had one tackle, it would have been different. I think tackle is important. Yeah. I almost can't play without it. And if somebody goes, well, what if you play a team that has no dodge? And then I'm like, well, thank God. Because that means I can probably tackle them easier with other pieces. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to you take know, exchange yeah. and take that risk. And it's really frustrating to play like ogres and goblins when you need, you know, you can't knock them down unless you roll a boat down or, a, a you know, open yeah. star or whatever. Anyways, round one, played a... Will Schaefer and his Chaos Pack team. Um, th- these guys just beat the shit out of me. <laughs> um, he had, yeah, he, he spammed Claw and lots of guard. And by halftime, I believe it was, I had all my Black Orcs out. I then lost a couple more. Uh, I can't remember the exact numbers I was posting on Facebook. But I, I think I was down by six guys at one point. Yeah. Uh, luckily I held on and won one to nothing. He was, he needed about five rolls at the end of the game to have a chance to score. And mm-hmm. he got like the first, I think four or three and then, you know, rolled a one or something on yeah. along those lines. Uh, second round, I played John Spurgeon, the death mountain manticores. It was an undead team with the theme of legend of Zelda. And those by were legend amazing. of Zelda, I mean like, the very first Legend the of Zelda NES game. one, yeah. Which I know I've seen this team before, but it I didn't it didn't dawn on me until I was like in the middle of playing, and his whites have like he has this red and a, a blue theme, which is the some of the characters from the game. And I was like, I've seen these before. <laughs> I felt really stupid because I was like, are these from like Shovel Knight or something <laughs> video game? And he's like Legend of Zelda, and then I was like, oh gosh. And then, like, everything made sense at that point. So. Oh, yeah. And the, the models he used, and it, it's all perfect. Yeah, it really is so Zelda shit. It's crazy. Um, this game, I don't I don't remember how. But I scored one to nothing. It was the final score. Yeah. I know that he had a lot of bad luck, and I'll take it, because at this point now, I'm 2-0. and oh. I did not take a lot of casualties. I took, I think, one. So, like, my luck was turning. I was happy. Yeah, like, it's like the first game you played in forever. You didn't take a casualty right off the bat. Right. And uh, so I was really happy with that. Um, I managed to, I believe, casualty his mummy, but he regenerated it. Yeah. But still, he's off the field for a while. That's huge. And in a one nothing game, there's obviously not a lot of kickoffs and stuff. Um, then we had lunch. I forgot what we did. Waterburger. Oh, we had Waterburger. Mm-hmm. Um, round three. Played uh, Jason Campbell, who's a very good coach. Always seems near the top tables at like Oklahoma Bowl and Spiky, or at least that's how I remember it. <laughs> right. Um, he, I had to face an Amazon team, and I still had. Luckily, I still had tackle at this point. That was pretty big. I did not beat up on him like I was hoping to. Um, yeah, that the Amazons is like you just want to kill all of them. 
And when you don't, it's always disappointing. It's very frustrating, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, you knock them down and you roll a seven. Yeah. Oh, a seven. And it's always, like, not a three and a four combo. It's a six. And the other dice is falling. And it lands on one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I won. I, w- I went up one to nothing. He scored with, I think, one or two plays left. Yeah. Which gave me a small chance to try to score. Um, he had me pinned up against the goal line, um, or not the goal line, the sideline with one of my uh, orc blitzers, I believe. I had he had two two tackle zones on me. I had no choice but to do a blitz action to two dice uphill. Mm-hmm. I do that. I get what I need, at least just to push him off. I have to go up. <laughs> I then have to dodge into, I think, just one tackle zone, you know, with an orc. And then I had to do that again because there's still a tackle zone. And then I had to go into an open, no tackle zone square. So, like, three so dodges. The easy one. Yeah. Three dodges and two go for it. I make all my dice rolls without needing a reroll. Dang. I don't even know if I had a reroll <laughs> at that point. Um, I'm sure he was very happy about that. It it definitely should have been a tie. He should be furious because Nuffle boned him. Yeah. But I was so happy and I was like, holy crap, play of the day. You know. Yeah. Here it goes. I can't I can't whine on miracle plays because I got one. Need a four, need a four, need a three. Need a <laughs> right. Two, exactly. Need a two. It was orcs <laughs> of all things. I mean, he he played it right. It's just like I, I got a bunch of dice That's to roll. another thing with stupid teams like that. Like, I don't mind if an elf team does that because they're supposed to. But when you play against an orc team, he's like, you don't, you're not that good. Yeah, you're Stop not it. supposed to do that. Yeah. So a, a very hot, hard fought two to one. See, in, during this game, when he scored, I was like, dang it. Because I was thinking, best chance I can get is best defense. Sure. So I had two shutouts. Here we go. And then he scored. I was like, well, at least it's a tie, so yeah. no matter what, I'm going to go two wins, a tie, and a loss. And then I pulled it out with that miracle. And I almost threw a couple of blocks before then just because, like, it don't matter. Right. I'd rather get the casualty extra points, but I didn't. Always go for the win. So this led to... 3-0 uh, going into the final round. 3-0, and I faced the only other guy that was 3-0, which was Dean Piper. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Lord. Oh, Dean. <sighs> He of the amazing skill. He's really good. Yeah. Oh, you mean like um, he's an amazing coach? Yeah. Yes, yes. His Blood Bowl skill is top notch. Um, he was playing a Norse team. Um, he So the last two skills he had was a guard on um, a blitzer, or I guess what we used to call a berserker, and then he still had a dodge on a catcher. So... And at this point, I the only two skills I have is, oh, he also had Mighty Blow on a, his Yeti. I had a Frenzy on a Blitzer, a Tackle on a Blitzer, and I had one Black Orc with the block skill. Right. Um, summing up the game was, I think I got the ball. <laughs> yes, I know for sure. I got the ball, and the way he set up, I didn't want to put anybody on the yeti because i didn't want to have to dodge them away or right. sacrifice yeah. them so what's the big deal it's only a small chance to roll a blitz action mm-hmm. well he rolls the blitz action 
he goes, I mean, the kickoff's kind of short. So if I remember right, he comes through the line. He blitzes a guy, casualties him off. He puts a tackles on on every guy. Yeah. Ev- every guy. And then well, the ball bounces and the Yeti catches it. So the Yeti's running downfield. Um, I eventually stop him. And I don't know if the ball bounced out of bounds, but there was lots of big time like scrums with tackle zones everywhere yeah. for this whole crazy half. I don't know how I managed to stop him. I guess it was just pure luck of trying things and getting like the one die block sure. and stuff like this. And uh, I had a small chance to my only guy near the end of the first half was just enough squares away. If I go for it every time. And so eventually I picked up the ball in like traffic and dodged away. And then I threw like a long pass and caught it. <laughs> still managed to put a tackle zone on me. Yeah. And I believe I had to dodge away and then like go for it once or twice to score. So halftime is one to nothing, nice. which I'm thinking like, okay, he doesn't have too many injuries on me. Now we're going to the second half. I got to kick the ball back to him. Yeah. Maybe I can squeak out a tie, you know? And same thing kind of happened. We had this scrum of everything. And at one point, I think Dean, I don't know if he was trying to like tempt me into throwing a pass. Cause I had a option to throw a pass or just to pick up the ball and play it safe mm-hmm. a little bit safer. I should say, and I don't know if he was like tempting me because I do that sometimes to people like go, well, you can always throw it to here. Yeah, of and, course. Cause you know that they need oh, to roll yeah. like a five or better. Yeah. And, you know, after thinking about it and looking on the field and I was kind of beat up and everything, I was just like, you know what, if this is successful, this could give me the game. And I felt like in my head, like, I think I'd rather fall on my own sword. Yeah. Dean is good enough. I, I felt like, if I would have just picked up the ball and tried to half cage, which I think that's the best I could have done. Mm-hmm. Dean's good enough that he could beat me at that game. That's a lot of stuff so that I, I thought, do too. Is So I thought yeah. he's good enough. If I do that, I'd rather take this chance with the pass re-roll mm-hmm. and see if I can make it a game that he might can't stop. Take a chance on the positive instead of hoping not to get the negative. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I agree with you. That's typically so how I play. I did throw the pass. Um, Obviously, Dean was not happy with the result because it made it like, <laughs> right. and it shouldn't have. I mean, it really shouldn't have, you know, passing orcs. Who would have thought? And anyways, I went up two to nothing and ended up winning the game. Four so, wins. Four wins with like, I don't think this is an optimal build, but I think I like it so much better. It can be optimal for you. That's I different. like it so much better. Not because I won, just because like scenarios where you don't think there's a chance to dodge through somewhere. Yeah. The goblin allows you to kind of dodge through and at least put a body on somebody, uh, put pressure in situations yeah. where people don't think you can put pressure on them because you can't dodge with a orc lineman and they're slower than the, the goblins. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, none of I don't think there was any game that I remember where all the goblins got beat up. They're pretty resilient. I mean, I really did take the goblins and plan on like fouling a lot. Yeah. But I just. I did a few games, but like the first game I couldn't because I couldn't afford to <laughs> and stuff like that. So anyways. Um, so tournament organizer winning his own tournament again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With with the optimal build and everything else. Um, 
And if you're trying to make me feel bad, you're not. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't see one roster. You checked all the rosters. Yeah, that's the main um, thing. I tried something different. This playing goblin, a lot of goblins with orcs, really made me enjoy the team more. It makes me mad though because like. My got my orc team that I painted. <laughs> I painted with the intent of never using goblins, mm-hmm. and now I either need to go back and paint goblins, or just buy a new orc team and start over. Yeah, because if I play these guys again, I'm going to include goblins. Sure, that makes so. sense. Well, congratulations. Um, it has been a while since you did even well at a tournament. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, your last three games, you didn't take injuries on the first kickoff like you normally do right that was really nice like getting to the second play and like having a full team yeah i was wondering because it i mean it's legit been three or four tournaments uh-huh. at least not even including local league play where it happens all the time <laughs> right where no matter what team you take and you're just getting destroyed that's blood bowl is just a, a, a weird crazy game. crazy crazy game right so, so since I, you did win, do we want to even address the concept of organizers winning a tournament? I mean, you can if you, what do you want to? I mean, it's not that big a deal. He, I know he, that, like, for instance, Dean, he ran a tournament. He won it. He chose not to take the first place and pass it down. That's his prerogative. I don't personally believe in it. If you play, it's everything's equal. Go um, for it. I, I feel... As a guy who used to run hero click events, and we would play in those, mm-hmm. we had very different methodologies when it came to that. Sure, um, I still think. I mean, I think if you're there's there's totally different in seeing every roster, yeah, and then going, oh, Brian Two's coming. Also, Brian Two's bringing halflings. Yeah, he's really good with halflings. I think I'm going to take some dwarves. To meta, you know, like yeah. It's also, a this is one of those tournaments where you couldn't game for the pitches. We didn't talk about those affecting the games that much because they didn't really affect the games that much. I mean, there was some sweltering heat things that yeah. I had to live through and There's stuff, some like, stuff that, like that. But but it's not going to change how you meta the game. No, I mean, I think if I remember right, most of the feedback was is most of the fields were fine and yeah. fair. There was a few of them that they thought maybe should alter some. Um, and if you want to see the rules for the fields, it's on both down. Click the Nuffleen link. Except the Lizard Man, I think. Right. Unless you put and, up a new list. No, I, I did not do that. But it was based off kind of yeah. what the Lizard Man rules are with the lava and the, yeah. the heat. Um, I thought it was really kind of fun to finally use those pitches. It's fun. They're neat looking. But, man, some of them you cannot see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I played on the... I can't remember what I played on, but there was a couple. The, one of I the sides like, on I the have du- no idea what's going on. Well, one of the Dark Elf sides was really bad to, yeah. to see things and stuff. But as far as They playing, are beautiful looking. <clears throat> playing in a tournament. I guess if I was a person who won... 10 tournaments a year or yeah. a majority of what I play, maybe I would not play or calm down. But or if you were playing the same team and you're excellent with that team and you're just trying to win every tournament you run, that's an issue. But I don't think the one-off thing's an issue. I mean, I guess 
it just feels like I'm sticking up for myself. But at the same time, I don't feel like I think I'm an okay player. I yeah. don't think I'm a great player. No. I have great moments, but I also yeah. I can tell you almost every one of these games where like if luck would have went the other way, <laughs> the result would be totally different. Well, I would say that you and I are what I would refer to as solid players. We are consistently good with pretty much everything and we don't excel at anything. You know, we yeah. have our moments, we take too many risks sometimes and just leave it up to Nuffle. If Here's where I think, like, crutching yourself as a coach. Yeah. Um, we have our store league, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have benefited from having over 12 players at the beginning of it to near the end here we have six or seven. Yeah. Let's not so, say the end. Current uh, times. Cur- current. <laughs> um, but near the end, almost every, almost every season, mm-hmm. me, you, and Michael Grubb have made the playoffs. Yes. Or the final four. Yeah. yeah. Um, Pretty much no matter what team we take. No matter what we take. Um, I told myself if I was going to win the last league that I would take Underworld. Mm-hmm. And I did when we played our little store tournament and stuff like that, which was a big struggle. But I chose to handicap myself. I mm-hmm. don't. I really don't think it's a big deal if coaches want to run a tournament and it, if you have the option of playing play especially if everybody's okay with it yeah i mean there's to me the only difference is is like oh there's four amazon teams coming Mm -hmm. i think i'll go ahead and change my team to dwarves yeah that's wrong period i feel like that's wrong and like i said i don't feel bad at all because i had no clue on who was coming i i took care of all the rosters this time which is unusual i made what i thought was a different roster or at least to me was suboptimal I never thought I was going to do this great. I'm proud to say I got to play some good, really good coaches and yeah. come out successful this time because next time I probably won't. Okay. But I just figured I'd throw it out there. I don't think anyone really has an issue with it now too if much. We, we run at least three tournaments a year. Yeah. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. Nuffleween, Spike, and Nuffleween, Oklahoma, <laughs> and Spike. And then sometimes we do the oddball tournament yeah. every other year or something mm-hmm. like that. How many of those tournaments combined have me and you won? Oh, I've won two. Nuff- I've won two Nuffle Wings. I've won the I, Wizard Cup and I forgot about that one. A Nuffle Wing, but the Wizard Cup was like four people. Did you win a Nuffle Wing? No, I won something else. You won a Warpstone Cup. I, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> I win the random weird ones. That's fine, but, but yeah. I mean, but when you have a like that one, we mm-hmm. only had six players. Yeah, the one I I won a Critter Bowl. Yeah. We only had eight players. Yeah. I mean, like, when... <laughs> the odds are good. When six of those guys are from your your local league and stuff, the odds are good that one of us is going to yeah, exactly. maybe win. So it's not like we run four tournaments a year and 66% and running, of the yeah. time we win it. Exactly. Um, so I don't know. If, okay. If, I, I feel like if people had a problem with it, they would have already spoken up. Yeah. I just wanted to put it out uh, there because since, you know someone's going to think about it. Uh, and there's we have a lot of people in our league or tournament league or whatever mm-hmm. the scars that are very vocal when they see feel like something's being unjustified or whatever. So yeah. I think they would spoke up. No, it's fine. So. I just just wanted to throw it out there. So as for the rest of the Nuffleween, uh, we got you at champion. Second place went to Dean Piper. Delzine Cup or third place goes to Jason Campbell. Best offense went to Mike Patterson. 
best defense went to Scott Hess, who just always wins best defense. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Most brutal went to Sean O'Donohue. Fan favorite went to John Spurgeon with his amazing Legend of Zelda yeah. team. Best sportsman was newcomer Matt Strickland. This is his first tournament. He's from Oklahoma, actually. We had a couple of guys first tournament. Chris Mosier first tournament. Oh. No? Didn't he play Spikey? No. Okay, you're right. Never mind. <laughs> so we had two Oklahoma guys yeah. for the first time. That's great. And Stunty Cup went to Joe Smith. And then back of the pack went to Felicia Emil. So in ending Nuffleween, I'd like to thank everybody for coming. I think everybody had a good time. I want to thank you for running most of it or the prep. Sure. Well, I still don't feel like I did that much. You didn't do much the day of. I'll I'll throw you under the bus for that. Yeah, that was annoying as hell. But I was in the middle of uh, some crucial (laughs) matchups. Yeah. Up to that day, you were fine. I was mentally worn out by the end of that day from playing (laughs) those people. Well, then you played Super Show. And then we had to play some Super Show. Um, So we showed, um, we started this last year. We, you know, did some demos of the Super Mm -hmm. Show pro wrestling card game. Um, Anthony Emmel stayed around. We, Mm -hmm. We taught him how to play. He picked it up really easy and then went on to beat my butt, if I remember right, a few times, like right <laughs> off the bat. Um, nobody from Blood Bowl stuck around for the actual tournament. Right. Um, but it was still... A, a lot of people... Um, Nepaween's one of those. It's a one-dayer, so you drive in, you drive no, out. No, I, I don't blame yeah. him. I, I was just trying to give him an option. And yeah. then we run our, our little Super Show tournament at the store called the Nepaween Open, since we have a belt with the NWO painted on it. Mm-hmm. And I believe uh, Tyler Kelsey won that. So nice. yeah, it was it was fun. Everybody, everybody had a good time, and I don't know. Look, I I really like our Nuffleween tournaments. It's a lot of fun. I, I think Next it's because it has a little bit of randomness in it. Mm-hmm. So it's a um, it's serious but not super serious. Yeah. So it's some it falls in between like Spiky and Oklahoma Bowl. Definitely. To me. Yeah. Uh, next year will be nine. I know, it's crazy, right? The last of the regular ones, and then 10, and we'll be doing, who knows? I have no idea. Isn't it weird that we've it really done it is. this long? Yeah. Speaking of, there was some horrible candy. So, Nuffleween's yeah. always after Halloween on this, purpose, so we can get some like discounted candy and Halloween things. This year was... I picked up some stuff from Dollar Tree that was awful. This year was suboptimal, um, because A... I had no job and didn't spend money on candy. You were nice enough to do that, and you got the cereals and stuff, so that mm-hmm. was great. And then Halloween, typically go to the spirit stores afterwards and get you know half-off stuff. Found out our buddy Brian died. Right. So wasn't really in the mood to deal with it. Right. So I didn't actually get top-quality stuff to give away. Not that anyone really cares, but... But some of the candy was really weird. Some of the candy was really weird. That's the difference between Dollar Tree candy and oh, yeah. candy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Always go name brand on candy. <laughs> there was some just weird textures and flavors <laughs> from some of those gummy candies. Those gummy it's like, are... how do you mess up gummy candy? And what's funny is every year there's always like one off-brand candy. Yeah. And somebody there is like eating them all because mm-hmm. they like them. And <laughs> Not the gummies. No, Brian Alcorn thought they were pretty good. Oh, did he? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. He was like, these aren't so bad. I'm like, dude. They were like, have... if you made a gummy treat for a dog. <laughs> right. It kind of had like, I think a dog would enjoy this type of texture. Well, I was thinking at the time, is like, you know, I've never done edibles or anything. Like, 
is this what editables kind of really taste like, but you forget because you're getting high? <laughs> it's possible. So you just think they're good. Uh, <laughs> oh, well. Hey, that well, wraps up Nuffleween, folks. Yep. And we'll continue the talk of dead friends and edibles in the next segment. All right. Enjoy. Okay, welcome to the downer of a segment where we're going to be talking about um, the loss of our friend and someone in the gaming community, our friend Brian Hill. I believe Scott has the obituary, so let's get the the fun part out of the way. Brian Austin Hill, 35 of Moore, Oklahoma, passed away October 30th, 2019. That was a crappy obituary. <laughs> Short and to the point. My, my, phone, I guess so. my phone blanked out. Okay. <laughs> Take Cut that out. No. All right. <laughs> uh, Brian Austin Hill, 35, of Moore, Oklahoma, passed away October 30th, 2019. He was born July 11th, 1984, to Austin and Pamela Hill of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Brian enjoyed uh, being home, watching movies, reading comics. He also enjoyed running in mud runs. Brian was very sociable, funny, and a sarcastic person. Most of all, he enjoyed spending time with his family, especially his daughters. And I'm tearing up, so you're going to have to cut that out. Nope. Um, and my eyes are itchy, too. Brian is survived by his wife, Heather Hill, two daughters, Abigail and Charlotte Hill, mother, Pamela Hill, father, Austin Hill, sister, Melissa Dozier, and husband, William, two nephews, Jackson and Sutton Dozier, Grandmother Barbara Brown McMullen. He's preceded in death by his daughter, Cleo, grandparents Hollis Hill, Thelma Hill, grandfather Daryl Smith. End of obituary. Okay. Well, that was fun. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. we wanted to give it some context. Sure. Mic drop after that first one, though. Boom. And yeah. uh, <laughs> if you don't recognize that voice, folks, that is the triple nipple, Alan. It's been What's a while. What's up, buddy? It's been a while. See, it's been not, a while. We, we, we're the pod, Blood Bowl podcast that had an Alan before there was an Alan in another podcast. That's true. And an Alan that didn't <clears throat> know the rules. <laughs> exactly. That didn't or did? <laughs> didn't. Yeah. So if you've been following us on social media around the 1st of November, you probably would know that, like, obviously uh, something affected our lives and we all um, were pretty shocked and stunned. Yeah. Um, was it April, I believe, yes. March, April-ish, where Brian um, told us he had cancer? It was the week after Oklahoma Bowl. Uh, I was down with the Swedes. We were in Muya getting lunch on the way down. When we got the text? And I got the text, right. yeah. Um, I was at the zoo, I think, whenever I got the text. Like, stopped your whole day, right? Yeah. You know, it was like, whoa. Yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, shit, well... Uh, one of my friends is dying. So great. Well, <laughs> at the same time, um, I guess before we talk more about that, you know, we kind of, I don't know. I feel like we should honor him since he was such a close friend to us. And, um, also kind of just sent out the message of, you know, enjoy life. Well, don't, sure. Don't yeah. Try not to sweat the big stuff because life can kind of kick you in the balls and change your dynamic. You know, was Brian one of the original of the home league? Of the home league, he came in, like I believe, season two? season two. Yeah. We met Brian through Hero Clicks. Mm -hmm. God, we, for a game we no longer play, <laughs> right. Alan, we owe so much to Every Hero Clicks. Every friend we have, basically. Because, 
because you know I started working at Dragonfire Comics on the weekends to run HeroClick tournaments, and you were running HeroClick tournaments, and we were playing clicks all the time because we didn't have kids or yeah, <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of obligations. And uh, Brian was, I think we met him when he was 18 or maybe even before. He was very young. Oh, what was it, 15 years ago? Uh, How old every was he? Bit of, um, he was 35, so 20. So 20. So yeah, 20. Okay, okay. so he was fairly still, still young. Still very young. And uh, that's, you know, he's 10 years younger than us, basically. And, he um, was always the young guy in the group. Right. And um, I remember his other buddy, I can see the guy's... I, I don't remember his name. He was a short, stout guy who'd come and play clicks too. I always wore a ball cap. Yeah, and they would come and play some clicks with us. And just through time, you know, when we go out and hey, we're gonna take a break and go mm-hmm. eat some lunch, and then come back and play more clicks. He started hanging out with us more and more. And he ended up I, moving next to me for a while. Yeah, he lived in the same apartment complex as you and Steve. Now, I think you I think were you gone. moved out by then. I was say, did he? I don't remember that. Okay. Yeah, but in those same apartments that you yeah. and Steve used to have. I did not know that. Him and Heather moved in there, and then did they live together just briefly and then got married? Um, or did they get married and then... I believe <laughs> they were married before, before they moved in. Yeah. And they didn't do a big wedding. No. They just went to the Justice of Peace, mm-hmm. got married, didn't make a big deal about it, and it was just them and their dogs for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, he was in the home league forever. He stopped playing home league and coming to tournaments for a while ago. But he still collected. I was always getting figures for him and stuff. Well, what's what's crazy is, you know, we found out in April that he got the cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, up until he passed away, <laughs> and I don't know, maybe Alan can speak, agree to this. I tend to forgot that it was stage four cancer. Yep. I mean, and, and I don't know if it was me. Just wanting, I mean, Brian, every message we had was, okay, here's what's going on, and then a ton of positive stuff. Right. I was looking at good news. And so I just fully, (laughs) I never really thought, like, this was going to take him, ever. Matter of fact, I actually told him one time when we went out to eat with him that I said, man, you're going to beat this. It's not a big deal. I didn't even think anything of it. Like, you're going to beat it. And he was like, oh, I'm going to be the first, huh? (laughs) <laughs> and I didn't think anything of it that. I thought he was just playing around. Well, he always told us, you know, it was bad. There's a 20% chance of survival, but blah, blah, blah. So for anyone who is curious, it was gastroesophageal junction adenocarcinoma. Well, that's a lot of big words. A lot of big words. <laughs> but that's, I mean, it started in his stomach, moved up to his, I mean, stage four, got to the lymph nodes and spread out. Well, even when we, we knew it was kicking his butt somewhat because he was fatigued from the medicine we even saw him late uh august we had a big friend get together for a few hours at the barbie remember the crappy barbecue the place? crappy barbecue yeah. yeah and i will say one thing is uh if you're undecided if your state has medical marijuana legislation go out and vote for it because that changed his life the fact that he was actually able to use the marijuana to He'd do the edibles, and he could actually sleep through the pain and everything. Because he was so bad that he, without that, he couldn't sleep. He couldn't do anything. Right. Mm-hmm. But once he got on it and got strong enough dosages, you know, he was tired at night, but he could still function. He was still going to work. But even when we had that, that get-together, which turned out to be our last kind of get-together, he was... I mean, he was fatigued, but I thought he was in good health. I thought yeah. he, was, he was laughing and smiling and all this stuff. And just couple of weeks before he passed away we put on the website who who wants new lizard man dice who wants the new what was it the red dice that mm-hmm. come out 
Brian goes, I, I need a set of each. Order me a set of each from the store. Yeah. So I think he went down super fast because yes. why would any person who know they were going going to be gone give a crap about ordering dice? Well, you can lie to yourself as well as others. Still, that means yeah. he was hopeful enough to order dice. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but also, to be fair, whenever I, we saw him in person quite often, right? The last right. one you said was back in August. It was the very end of August. And he was telling us about how he was going to start going to, where was it, Pennsylvania? Yeah, Philadelphia. Philadelphia, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other P state. Uh, no, the city in Pennsylvania. P place. It's a P, P place. It's a P so in the P. Alan doesn't know Blood Bowl rules, <laughs> and he doesn't know that Philadelphia Places. is a city. Alan, can you pick up the ball? And then blitz. And, or and then can, can you blitz the <laughs> and then throw the ball? I do know that rule specifically now. <laughs> okay, all right. Because that is called. I've done that enough. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say, um, we saw him in person, and it seemed fine. And then he said he was going to go off to do that, uh, that that treatment. And then he got pulled off the treatment in order to help with something to, to fix himself, so, uh, his brain lesions. Um, but when I saw his picture posted online, when he went the second time back to Philadelphia. We didn't see that until he passed. Yeah, I, I saw it before. I and didn't that see was that. was crazy. Yeah. Because that's when I noticed it's the, hitting hardcore. He was super the, gaunt, right. and his neck was about the size of my waist. Yeah. Just like, dang. Yeah. And I didn't see that either until after he passed. And Same. I don't know how it didn't come up in my Facebook feed I or wasn't anything. friends with Heather at the time. That's his what wife. it was. Yep. Oh, it was that's posted it was. by his yeah. wife? Okay. And she didn't tag him, so. Right. Well, and then, you know, we got a we all got a text that said... You know, or it, was it a post by Heather um, on his Facebook yes, that said it was, a, it was yes. a post, basically saying that Brian's decided that he's tired, he just wants to go in peace, mm-hmm. and then um, he accepted Christ, and then he passed the next day, and because we didn't really know how long he was going, because he's just going to be on hospice care essentially, like right. he's not going to fight it, he's just going to do this, and then the next day he's gone. Yeah, we didn't know how long it, he would actually take two pass well, and thought, it went you know super quick it was well, just like the next day well i dealt with this with my grandma a couple of years ago and it went four months mm-hmm. and so when i found out about it i was wrecked i mean i was wrecked at work because same here I, like yeah it it felt like a like it was a gut punch it, it was, was reality real yeah and um, i've been very fortunate in my life that i can't say that i've dealt with a lot of death you know old people die not young people die yeah. and stuff like that much. And, and again, uh, he's 10 years younger than us. Exactly. And he was getting his health in check. He was thinner. He'd been doing those mud runs, like Alan mm-hmm. said. Yeah. He you was know. doing all the right things. <laughs> and um, let's face it, he was probably making triple <laughs> than what we were making, oh, if, not, if not more. Yeah. And you oh, think he was doing well, yeah. A year ago, you would have said, man, this guy's got everything going for yep. him. And I don't, I mean, his, his daughters were doing well, everything. So, like, yeah, it's just, it was weird. And so I remember at work, you know, like being devastated. And did either one of y'all try to text him after that? No, I was trying to respect his wishes because yeah. he didn't want to be contacted. So she I was said like, specifically that he did not want us to visit or anything. And right. She said that. And I still, <laughs> but see, that was like the night before still. So I was going to let that relax for right. a little bit and then text later. Cause we still assume that he's going to be around. Right. It was like in pain, suffering quick. for a couple of months. Well, I, I can't, I, there's no way in hell I can read this out loud because I'd cry my face off. But 
You want me to read it for you in his voice? No, 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 no. Dear Scott, Uh, you're a terrible friend. You're a terrible friend. I'm glad to be leaving this plane of existence. (laughs) I hope I get to stay further and further away from you. (laughs) I'm going to haunt you, but don't fart. But it was... (laughs) But it was not until lunchtime that I was sitting around and I was like, you know what? I'm going to write this to him. And if it doesn't even get to him, it's going to make me, <laughs> you know how like with death things, you want things to make feel like you're in control. So yeah. sort of tight side tangent. I'll just do this quick. When Sar- our buddy Sarge came back because he moved. So he came back to the funeral and we were having dinner at Texas Roadhouse and he was kind of like, you know, I feel kind of bad because, you know. I'm just seeing it as how it affects me versus him. I go, well, no matter your view of the afterlife, he doesn't care. If there is something and it's better, then he doesn't care. He's past that. If there's nothing, then he doesn't care. Death only affects the people left behind. And you have to view it through your own lens, how it affects you. Which is weird to think about because, you know, it's all about... This person's no longer in your life, but also it's just, you know, that's a, right. My connection to that person's I, gone. I think it's okay to be a little bit selfish. Of course, it has you to, can be angry. Be. You can be a little selfish. Well, yeah. I it, mean, there's it, part it all of, comes from a selfish place. And so, isn't grief part mo- like yeah motivated by selfishness? Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so I texted him, and it was like, I don't know if you're going to get this or not, but I have to tell you this. So I don't. In theory, I think we linked up the timeline that he already passed away by yeah. the time because everything was coming out like a little bit later than yeah. i should have because i thought he passed away on halloween but that's just when we saw the message right yeah so by the time i think it was too late really so which kind of makes me sad because i was feeling good that at least got to talk to him one last time i was kind of angry like we can't go see him one last time weren't, yeah i mean weren't you Oh, I was angry, but I was I was like angry at him. I was like, "Why'd you got? Why'd you die? Yeah. Why?" Yeah, exactly. oh, I, I, was, I was like, I was relieved. I'm like, I don't want to see him over and over again. He's no. like, "Fuck you, Brian." <laughs> but, but yeah, of course, anger. You have to process through that. Yeah, I was just like, "Why wouldn't you want to see me? I'm awesome." Because <laughs> he doesn't want us to see him. Yeah. I, I know that, and he didn't want us to see him in that. Well, state. It was like my my buddy Vin. You know, when he we thought he was going to die because he had a lesion in his brain and swelling and the nurses are like he's a vegetable even if he does come out of it i was like i don't want to go see him that's not the person i knew the person i knew is not hooked up to a machine i look at but the, then he got through it so i look at it in a different way yeah um my sister is the same way when my grandfather and grandmother she didn't go visit because she didn't want to see them in that state mm-hmm. but if they're conscious enough and they can hear you i think you owe it to them I mean, these people were around for you. You can go say goodbye. That's how I look at it. Again, that could be know. that could be me wanting control. I Here's moved what I know. House and he didn't help me, so huh? he wasn't really there for me. <laughs> what you moved your house and he yeah. didn't help you? So I mean, Th- that one time. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, <laughs> was he really there for me? No, Brian. Uh, well, it was like when my grandfather <laughs> passed away, though. Yeah. I went up to the hospital, and. Whether you think I'm a good Christian man or whatever, I have my own spiritual beliefs, sure. you know, and I talked to my grandfather and we had a conversation. He could barely speak because of the stroke and everything. But like I told him, like, hey, I remember when you did this to me and you disciplined me for this. And like he started crying and I said, I want to tell you those were all great things. Mm-hmm. I said, because they helped me grow. And, I, you know, I told him, I want to thank you. Yeah. And then I said, I really 
I said, I don't know if you would like me to do this or not. I said, but it'd sure make me feel better if we had said a prayer together. And he said, okay. And we prayed and he fell asleep and never came back up. So, you, you know, you killed your grandfather. <laughs> so I killed my grandfather <laughs> with Jesus. <laughs> um, Dear either, Jesus, either kill way, him now. here's your prayer pillow. <laughs> e- either way, as hard as it was to see him, of course. I felt like I owed it to him. And, yeah. and you don't know, like in my grandfather's situation, maybe he was holding out, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. very easily to see yeah. somebody or whatever and stuff. And I did not have that relationship with my grandfather. I know you didn't. <laughs> Steve got abused and hated his grandfather. Yeah, I wasn't abused. He was just an asshole. But I don't know. There's a part of me that feels like whenever I get to the point where I'm on death's door or know it's coming, I'd rather be like this, like, I'm going to go out to the woods and be alone and die on my own. Well, yeah, that's how it is. I'm like, okay, if I know I'm going to die, I'm going to write a couple of letters, say goodbye, and then gone. I I know, but then I think that you'd be sitting around going like, about to die, and you go like, oh, I should have worded it this way. You know how many drugs? (laughs) Maybe, but you know. I'm going to take LSD and just go. Well, that, but see, that's the way I look at it like that, though, is it helps me to want to talk to you guys the way I want to talk to you today. Yeah. That way, if I ever do. Right. Just bug out, then I know that you guys know how I feel. Well, and, you know, we did know he was passing. So we all had our individual. Agreed. You know, heartfelt goodbyes. We love you. All that. Did we? Did you not? I did not do that. Did you not love him? Oh, I definitely loved the guy. <laughs> but I was my 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 yeah. reaching out to him was more of. And this is stupid, but it was more of, hey, you want to play Call of Duty again? But that's or, the same. hey, do you want to play Rocket League? And he'd always be like, oh, yeah, I'm thinking about doing that. It's, <laughs> but that's the same thing. I, it's I not guess, stating but, it, but, you know. I don't, I don't know. It's I think, expected. I think since he got the cancer, I mean, I know we all love each other, but I think, I think those words amongst my friends have been said a lot more in the last two years oh. than ever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. At all. Huh? I said at all. Those well, words? Yeah. Well, okay. We have. Maybe said it people before. don't tell you they love you. <laughs> I don't know. But there's a when lot of. When you went through it... your divorce, a lot of things came out. Uh oh. A lot of things went in. Uh oh. Mm. With me and you? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> you drugged him so he didn't remember? <laughs> I guess. That's one way to get love. No, I'm, I'm saying, though, like, oh, yeah, a I lot know. of times when I see my friends, I, I try my best to say like hey thanks for coming or thanks mm-hmm. for hanging out love you and mm-hmm. you know appreciate you or whatever and i think that was a lot more relevant since all this kind of hit I, I could be wrong no absolutely it brings it to the forefront so makes you tell yourself you have to live in the moment but what makes me mad is like blood bowl wise i know you guys weren't there but in our our league that we had i was playing him one time with my uh chaos dwarf team against his um it was the Blackwater Bulls versus his Armadillos team. Sartosa Armadillos. Right, his Norse team. And he had all these blodgers on there. And they were tough, especially with random skills. And I got <laughs> out his like main guys, and he had like four people on the field to like my 10. And I remember he uphill hit my guy, my bull centaur, knocked the ball loose, picked it up with a lineman, and just started running down the field every turn. <laughs> and every turn, I'd put two guys on him, and I'd blitz him and get push-push and push him back a square. And then Brian would have nothing better to do but to either two dice uphill hit me or dodge out. 
either way was successful for about five turns in a row <laughs> until he scored a touchdown. And that's when I went outside and screamed my face off. And everybody at the Old Wizards was inside dying laughing. They're like, we've never <laughs> seen you so mad. And Brian, the good friend he is, is just laughing so Because once you got him giggling, he couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though he knew you were furious, he would just break up and laugh. He laughter. also had the bad habit of every time he killed somebody, he'd laugh. Yeah. <laughs> just straight up. <laughs> yeah, but it was. It didn't matter who it was. It could be like, this is some snotling you don't care about. <laughs> Yeah, but he couldn't keep it in. He's no. like, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You <laughs> I'm know? sorry. It's, just, it's funny. Yeah, he's dead. Thanks. <laughs> so, I don't know. But yeah, gaming groups, someone's eventually going to die. So, I know. That's what I said. I told, I told people, <laughs> it's like our gaming group, you know, got tighter in some ways because yeah. the circle's closing. Yeah. And yeah. realistically, I mean, think about it podcast wise. Think of all the podcasts you listen to. Podcasts are booming. There's however many Blood Bowl podcasts now. Eventually, one of them's going to die. Like, straight up, one of us is going to die. And if we're still doing the podcast, what happens? Hmm. Good question. Because I don't know how to upload stuff. You do. You don't know how to edit stuff. I do. You can um, figure think, out how to edit. I think we both could edit and <laughs> upload and everything else. I don't know the passwords and stuff. I don't know how to upload, period. You could edit, no problem. You, If I died... You would just move on, and you and Drew would do something. I'd bring Alan in. No, you wouldn't. Alan sure. doesn't play enough. Look at him. He's already mad he's here. That's true. No, I mean, I'd come in and talk, but I wouldn't be able to talk <laughs> about the actual games. <laughs> so how was the trip, Alan? I didn't I didn't go. Why are you asking? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> I don't know. Why am I dressed like Scott? Just shut up. <laughs> so why are we rambling on? Because we want to tell you guys that if you have some gaming friends that you might be one day without them, and it really kind of sucks. But yeah. enjoy the moment. So, absolutely, a whole Every lot. Day. And, um, Good news is, at least uh, with the home link, do you guys still have the uh, trophies named after yourself and Brian Hill? We do. Um, remember, so in our old, what well, we continue to call the home league because that's what it was. I know other podcasts in the past have made fun of me for always saying the home league, but we never did play at the store. I love, I love how it's still, you don't get why they're making fun of you. Why? Because I'm was, mansplaining it? No, it was never that it, you called it the home league. You always said, well, in our home league, the league we play at home, blah, 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 <laughs> blah. That was it. Yeah, but if I... You if, don't have to say the if second If you talk part. to gamers, their home store... Yeah. Is where they play at the most. Okay. Well, that's a store league because it's at the store. Well, in the home Steve. league, it plays at home. Well, anyway. Anyways. <laughs> hasn't uh, come up in like five years, but still hilarious. Shut up, Steve. You're a terrible friend. I know. That's a quote from Brian. Uh, specifically about Steve. Well, he, said, he said that about everybody. <laughs> everybody. Yeah. I know. I think so. I still have text that says it. <laughs> Does Probably. it really? That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so in the league... You know, we can really blame, if we're going to just joke around and stuff and be mean to people, we could blame Steve for never allowing Brian to win a championship in our league. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, talking about. we have the first place trophy, we give out a second place trophy and a third place trophy. Well, I made it to the third place game like four games, four seasons in a row yep. and won third place. And so we joked about the Delzine Award. And that's why the Delzine Cup is our third place at all of our tournaments. Right. And um, then... Brian made it to several, 
I think almost every time Steve made it to the finals, he played Brian in the finals. I could be wrong on that, except for the one time me and you played. Yeah. But every time you won, I think you beat Brian in the finals. All three. No, I thought I think I beat Sarge one time. Okay. Well, you beat him a few times. But Brian went several times. He always got second. And so we renamed second place the Blood Hill Cup. I forgot about that. Um, I know. I was going to talk to you off air and like, maybe we should do that to honor him going forward at tournaments and stuff just for fun. Um, and we, we came up with some origin story that they rioted and, you know, the losing team rioted and killed all the fans. And all they know is there was a big heaping hill, a bloody hill. And that be shortened down to like the blood cup because they made up. A legend and story, and and then they trophy. started rapping. They were the Blood Hill Gang. Yeah, they were the Blood Hill Gang. So I like it. <laughs> so speaking of what is the Bloodhound Gang a rap group? Um, no, no. I'm going to say why. Thinking Sugar Hill. Uh, after okay. all, the Sugar yeah. Hill Gang. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking the Bloodhound Gang, and I think that was from. You're right. Was that three, two, one contact? The TV show back in the day. Yeah, there was that. Too, okay, but that's where also I went the band, to. The Bloodhound Gang. Okay. I immediately knew you were talking about the Sugar Hill game. <laughs> right. And, and Alan's over there looking into space going, <laughs> what? What? Huh? But no, Bloodhound Gang is a great band too. So I can see that. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so, f- f- as you said, honoring him. This year for, um, not a Chaos Cup, this year for Oklahoma Bowl, we actually are going to turn Oklahoma Bowl into just a fundraiser. So... We always give away a ton of stuff. We're going to do like what Chaos Cup does and put out most of it for charity raffles. So we're going to be giving a ton of stuff away. You can buy tickets. Everyone who comes is going to get free tickets anyways. So you're still able to win stuff. But we're going to just try to raise as much money as we can for him. He, um, had, he had really two young daughters. Yeah. And I think oh, Alan can, you know speak about this more than steve in this aspect sure i think that's what kills me more than anything oh yeah i mean like if you had two grown daughters it wouldn't bother me as much isn't that crazy in in a way yeah yeah because i think of like you probably think of what if uh, i passed away and jonathan had to live the rest of you know his young life and i think of that with my children you know my brother's father died whenever he was only like three years old or something like that so that's something that's Well, yeah, it's Just true. Not to confuse people, it is half brother. It's <laughs> not my father. I but, know that. Yeah, his saying, father. Yes. I, uh, I want to say yeah, he was probably like one or two years old. We just happened to go over to the Philippines because he was in the Air Force. Uh-huh. We were there for maybe a week, and he got in a car accident and died. So that was a big deal for me growing up, thinking about how he had to go through the rest of his life without his father. So then, whenever I, when Brian, right, and her, his his daughters, the first thing I thought was, they're not going to know his dad, not the way everybody else knows him, right. I mean, and that's going to be horrible. And you know what else that kind of sucks? And I don't want to think about it, but it, she might get remarried at some point, and they're going to have some other father figure in the house, and that sure. also kills me. Well, but I know. But at the same time, I think if you really talk to Brian, he'd probably be okay with. I mean, I get it as long as it's a good person, you know. Right. What I mean? But oh, it, yeah. but it's hard to swallow if yes. that's what you mean. Yes. Yes. I was For telling, sure. I think I was also telling Sarge like if we went back five years or so, or how old is his oldest daughter? Like six now Abby is six or seven okay so if we went back before she was born and pulled him out of the timeline and said okay we got two choices either you can live married to Heather happy you know wealthy good job 
live to 95 and you both die happy in old folks home, whatever. Or we're going to kill you about 35, but you're going to have two healthy daughters. Which one do you want? He's going to take the ones with the kids all the time. Especially at that point in his life. That was- yeah, because yeah, they really wanted to have a family. Yeah. And they, they had some There were medical issues that made it harder for them to right. keep a child than right. other people. Yes. And uh, and Abby, his first daughter, was born. Was it special needs? Very early. Well, she's not special needs. She was just but premature, the, just very yeah. premature. Well, they by thought months. she was for a while, though. But by months, mm-hmm. like she was, you could put her in half your hand. Oh yeah, super, super, super tiny. Really, a miracle baby. They called yeah, her that quite absolutely. often, and it was it's crazy. And you know, people from the NICU came to the funeral. Yes, I mean because they were that close to him. So I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Man, I feel like sometimes I'm in my old bubble all the time. No clue what's going on around me. No, I, just, I just saw someone some of their comments. tagged. Okay. That's someone why. tagged people and said, hey, you know, like, Miracle Baby. Scrubs? Did I, how did I not notice? There was some people on Facebook. They were Facebook. holding babies. Yeah. No, there was, no, there was people that tagged other people and said, remember uh, our mm-hmm. Miracle Baby, Abby. Uh, okay. This is her father. Okay. Yeah. Stuff like that. So you could read through Facebook lines of oh, other yeah. people connected. I had to stop. I had I had to cut myself off yeah. emotionally for a little bit. So I Very didn't see all that. Well, I mean, you didn't even go to the funeral. No, did not. And, and technically, that was hard. it wasn't a funeral. Uh, what? It's a celebration of life. Okay, at a church. What's the difference? Funeral would be crying together by the. Fu- I would be graveside. Graveside to me is a funeral. No, they did Gra- have a graveside service. I know, but we weren't family. invited. No, because it was for family only. I understand that. This but way. this was actually a funeral for friends and family. But see, that's not the same to me. Okay. Well, but that's fine, Steve. You don't have to Graveside is one something I might... I, I wouldn't go to my mom's if I had a choice. I did not have a choice. Mm. Okay. To well, me, once someone's dead, they're gone. doesn't matter. I know. And you didn't want to go to the beginning. I really didn't want to go. So and you were so happy you had a job interview, mm-hmm. so you had an excuse not to go. Yeah, and my magical thinking was like, well, I found out I had the job interview right before, you know, right after I found out he was dead. You know, I found I had the phone one, and then they wanted the in person one, and they scheduled it, and then it happened to be at the same time as the funeral. So the magical thinking in my head was like, oh, maybe he's getting me the job. I didn't get the job. Like, <laughs> Sorry, bro. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, celebration of life. That's just. Not something I wanted to do. That's all right. And to be fair, it, it didn't feel like that in a way. Well, because it was so impersonal. Yes. That's that's the only reason why I say that. And it's not like if, if she was putting on a party and like, hey, you know, we're having a wake. It, we're going to be at my house. Open keg, free pizza. We're just going to hang out, celebrate Let's do his that life. ourselves. We could. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But if it was that, I get it. But we just still have something like that right afterwards. Like we gathered together outside of yeah, the, we yeah. all got oh. together and we for a little we while cr- we cried yeah. and like, well we pretty much shut down the church. <laughs> yes, we did. They were wanting us out. <laughs> you could tell they were wanting us out because the the service went on. We briefly talked. Some of us and talked. The Lord to said, "Please get the I hell out of it. here." You, Alan couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I'll never forget. I went over and gave Alan a hug, and he's like, "I think you said something like you're the first guy that gave me a hug or no i I remembered a memory that uh, when we were moving sarge's apartment um uh we mentioned (laughs) that i don't somehow it got mentioned that i don't like guy touching or something like that i don't know but either way you and brian not (laughs) open-minded you and brian then gave me a hug y'all got on both sides of me it wouldn't let me go yeah so 
Yeah, hug jail. That's what it was. Uh, Something along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when I told you at the funeral, you're like, you're one of the only two men that have ever hugged me. Oh, okay. Oh, that's what you meant. I thought <laughs> I thought you meant like nobody. That's a like, big deal to me. Oh, okay. All right. I just meant like I would, but you don't care. You've never hugged me. How would you know? Surely we have. I might. I, I, so I don't. I know. would remember. Yeah, okay, you probably. guys are roommates. And you never hugged. Why would we? Did we hug? You and I. Uh, well. Well, yeah, we did. But did we? I don't remember. I, this. We, here's the other thing. Again, though. we the don't divorce time. Oh, uh, I'm sure. It did. <laughs> we don't even shake hands, guys. This is something weird to me that I think about often. Like, oh man, I, I I love you guys so much. Like you're my brothers outside of family. Yeah. But I don't have a lot of physical contact with anybody else. So, but. I feel like. Are you asking for a hand job? With my um, with my hand no. in your hand. Oh, <laughs> you want me just to move your wrist <laughs> back and forth? It's not Gabe. It's my own hand. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so honoring Al- <laughs> honoring Brian. Uh, yes, you were saying about the children, and yeah. we believe he's well off enough that he's probably had really good life insurance and good income. Right. But, so I so. think that they are well but, taken care of. However... I'm not worried about that at all. What I'm just worried about is, like, I just feel like they got cheated. And, sure. And the selfish side of me is, like, there's still times, and, you know, I know Steve is, like, well, when they're dead, they're, they're gone and mm-hmm. all this stuff. There's still times that, like, I think of, like, yeah, when I see Brian. Yeah, same yeah. here. And I saw something funnier, you know, something I was like, oh, I need to send it to Brian. I'm like, oh. Exactly. Well, I guess I probably shouldn't. Um, right. Uh, and it's just the week before it happened, I ordered Dragon Ball Z super card game stuff because he, he'd be the one person... He'd be one of two people that would go watch the Dragon Ball Z movies with me. Right. So me, him, and Langham, you know, we did that back in January, last this January. And I was like, still got to show him that card game. Mm-hmm. And I ordered a bunch of decks that I couldn't get from around here. And I was like, well, as soon as he's feeling better, I'm going to show him how to play this. I told myself that Monday when I clicked that button and ordered uh. it. And here we are two days later. I just get, yeah. I'm naively get kicked in the balls. And it's like, but he wasn't supposed to die. He yeah. was supposed to fight this. Yep. He was supposed to win. Yep. You know, or if he was, it wasn't supposed to happen this year. Yeah. It really went fast. It and went, it went real fast. And that's, I think, more. It's a blessing, honestly, if he's not drawing it out, you know, not fighting it for five hurting, months or something. Yeah, sure. yeah. But selfishly. Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> selfishly i sure would like another another lunch mm-hmm. but you a know, better one than raise <laughs> yeah <laughs> that place sucked we, <laughs> we, we we caved jake because jake picked it so we're like jake you killed him but but to be fair also just remember i don't know who it was that he saw there but he saw somebody that he knew so that was kind of like a yeah. a, a thing uh, that maybe that helped him out too well, that absolutely. guy's name is uh dusty and yeah. he his mom used to go to the church me and my ex-wife used to go to. Oh, okay. So that was the Brian connection. I think they went to school or something, but they haven't seen each other in a while. So that was a good moment. It was like a weird thing. Of like, me. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe the lunch sucked, but he got to catch up with that guy. And yep. I'm assuming that was the last time he saw him there. He mm-hmm. was at the funeral. Did you oh, see him? No, but I, I didn't see I, him. I walked by and patted him on the shoulder and, and stuff. So. I didn't look around a whole lot at the funeral. Sure. I was I was hiding my in, eyes quite yeah. a bit. In your own space. Makes yeah. sense. I, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't even ready for the casket in the front. I just was not ready for oh, it. Oh, they had the casket there? Yes. They did. I wasn't expecting that. Whenever you call it a celebration of life, yeah, I was I not, not expecting that. I did not. I would not expect that to be And then there. they were like, 
to get to was your seat the easiest way? No, no, it was not. Oh, okay. No, I would have probably broke down. Um, they would in order for us to go to our seat. They were like, "You should go around the front part to get to your seat easier." And I was like, "Oh no, oh no." <laughs> well, see, an open casket, or at least even if I knew the casket was there, that would make me more inclined to go because that is a closure. Mm-hmm. You do get to see the body of the person you knew. You know, just this get together and have a priest tell you something good. The guy who's never talked to him before in his life or whatever. And show a montage of Grammy videos or whatever. I don't I, need I, to see that. Actually, they did have some videos. And I thought they were really cool. Okay. But what they made me realize is like, we do not take enough pictures of each other Agreed. when we get together. Yeah. All the time on Facebook, you know, we get together and we play games. I take pictures of us of playing game. games. And then I delete them off my phone because I don't want them to take up room on my phone. Yeah. We need to fix that. I agree. Because we're all getting older. <laughs> My blood pressure's been high this lately, and now I'm on blood pressure medicine, which I know most people our age and older are, mm-hmm. so it's not that big of a deal. But I don't like taking a regular medicine at all. Right, yeah. I mean, like, it really bugs me. To, like, you take some stuff now, I, I believe. Um. Yeah, like Zoloft or whatever. Still. Yeah. I've never, until this last month been able to say like what you know i always thought it was funny going to the doctor and they go so what meds are you on regularly and i always would say nothing mm-hmm. and they and i the nurse most of the time would go no but what do you take daily and i'm nothing oh really that's really rare actually <laughs> because it probably is as we get older yeah you know especially with so much depression and stuff going mm-hmm. around so it really bugs me so if anything i hope that i can learn to not be weird about taking a selfie with you guys and stuff because i went through all these pictures for the last couple of years last you know ever since i've had a phone and been putting pictures on my computer you know taking them off there's only like three or four pictures with brian and it's not fair because we had so many times that we hung out together yeah so i'm hoping that like we haven't talked a lot about this with all the friends because we all kind of don't want to deal with the reality of it right but i really hope that everybody else has a few pictures of all of us together and we did that we did that gaming thing over here when was that steve midsummer yeah june-ish um mm-hmm. with the whole Nate dave gaming? Right be- yeah the, right before yeah. sarge left right before sarge left it was yeah it was before Sar- our buddy sarge left mm-hmm. and uh we had that just whole day of gaming and brian came over for mm-hmm. a while yep and i don't know why i don't know who took the damn picture we had a picture with Brian, mm-hmm. with me, Steve, and Sarge playing a, a game, the one game he played that day. And I'm really thankful for it, you know, because we just don't do that enough. Because we <laughs> don't funny think because, about it. I mean, well, we just don't. On that day, I made the comment of, you know, this is probably the last time we'll play a game with Brian. You did say it. And Sarge said, you know, I was mad at you when you said that. He's, I'm like, why? I was that while, yeah. I was well, like, we're all mad at you because you're supposed to be uplifting and not... <laughs> But you, I'm a, I, I'm the I'm the agent of the mean. I like to bring things up when they're high and bring them. But I typically tend bring to, them down when they're high and bring them up when they're low. I try to be realistic, though. I mean, and that's what most a, people don't like. I you. know, but it's a good thing to <laughs> it's a good thing to know that this is the last time we're going to play something with them. So enjoy the moment. I I didn't believe that at all. Like I I really, I guess filtered out that it was stage four. Yeah, and even if I thought he was going to go eventually i did not think it was going to be in 2019 and i don't think he not, wanted to not be that second. type of guy with us he didn't want to be the 
oh, woe is me, I'm going to die. So every time we hang out, needs to suck. He just wanted to, anytime we hung out, was well, like normal. If you're in... If you have cancer, I assume that you want life to just be normal mm-hmm. and chuckle and so we at have least an do alcoholic that for beverage or yeah. slice of pizza or whatever. So. A lot of weed. <laughs> he did. Weed. He was not a pothead until he had the cancer. And, and even then, think, it was just edibles. Yeah, he said it wasn't very good. Because <laughs> we'd always tease him about, hey, man, you going to hook us yeah. up? <laughs> he never hooked us up. Well, like, if you're going to smoke one, just at least smoke it around us. That's at least. <laughs> he never smoked. <laughs> no, though. I know. That's I know. Sad. He never gave us any brownies. But he was supposed to. We always teased him about hot it. Box it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, boy. Yes. Yeah, so, Oracle Humble fundraiser, and it's either going to go, we're going to let uh, his widow make the choice of. Either it goes towards her and the family or the kids, or it's going to go to cancer research for that particular type of cancer. I want to make that decision for her. And I just, do too. <laughs> and go straight to the kids. I'll just say kids' uh, college fund is what I would like to do. Steve, not, uh, not up to us. Okay. I'm, okay. I will put my foot down that. I mean, it's 100% her call. Well, we're going to argue later. That's fine. Off, uh, off recording. Okay. I mean, we can, if we split it, we split it. But I mean, Whatever. <laughs> We're not splitting. Up. I just think it should be her call. That's it. Okay. But that's fine. We can discuss. All right. Um, also, for Oklahoma, if everything goes well, we should have a figure, I think. Well, we can. If you want to talk about it, we can. We yeah. don't know if it's 100% because we still want to get a lot of people. Just cons- like last time should have been 100% and it was late. We are commissioning a Norse drummer. From Pedro Ramos and Goblin Guild Miniatures. That's the idea. Yeah. I don't know. How, you've done more research mm-hmm. into it I've than I have. I've been in contact so. with them, and I've sent them photos for reference. Okay. So they should be getting back to us, and supposedly it's within the time frame. Shouldn't be any issue, but yeah. if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Once we have them in hand, we'll, yeah. we'll announce it. But it's going to be in his honor. It's going to be like he, his favorite team was Norris. He drummed in high school. He was always drumming with his fingers and... Like marching band and stuff, so that's what we're going to do. That's very cool. Yeah, so is that going to get you to come out to play? Just the idea of it going to a charity would probably already get yeah. me. Right. The figure, nah. <laughs> I don't need the figure. Well, that's Alan for yeah. you. Yeah. And there may be more charity news coming shortly after the beginning of the year. <laughs> I really wish we could have got him to play Rocket League with us. Me too. If you don't know, folks... Me and Alan and Steve and our buddy Sarge and there's like ten other people in our like um, Rocket League club. The both down Blood Bowl pod. Or it's what is it? Both BDBB. So it's like the both both down Blood Bowl podcast. And we get together when we can because life is hectic with children. And we try to team up and we try to win. So it will flash on there. Both down, Blood Bowl number one podcast. Mm-hmm. It takes up the entire screen. It's pretty awesome. It is so awesome when it happens, <laughs> though. And uh, we've been hot and heavy in Rocket League now for months when we can play. And I am totally the weak link. <laughs> Steve will. <laughs> Should we talk about this now and laugh? Steve has decided that Steve just covers the goal at the beginning. You guys go do your thing, and I'll come in and try to do something. It's the only video game that I know of that you just feel like you're like the weakest link in. You know I, what I mean? Like every other game, it feels what, like that's what shocks me because Steve is like 
you tell him how to play this, and the next thing you know, he's beating you. And you're like, yep. how are you hitting the buttons so fast? And he's like, it's not that big of a deal, and all this stuff. <laughs> right. And then we play Rocket League, and I'm like, who the hell keeps smashing me so fucking much? <laughs> and it's Steve. Steve hits me more than any opponent ever when we play. Probably, and, yeah. And I say that over and over, and then like every now and then I have that clarity of like, Jennifer, do you think Steve thinks I hit him all the time? <laughs> you do. <laughs> and she goes, probably. <laughs> well, you're, you're so busy trying to do something, then someone hits you or you hit them, and you're like, ah, oh, damn it, move, move. Why aren't you moving? Oh, that's you. Occasionally, Jump. I will hit you guys on purpose, only if I'm going after the ball and y'all are stuck in a spot. So I will mention, <laughs> Oh, yes, I've hit people I will hit you. to yeah. knock them. We've drifted from... <laughs> Our buddy Brian's a Rocket League, but yeah, you hit somebody into the ball to score a goal, and you go, "Thanks, bud." Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I think he would. He was. He really didn't like regular sports, you know. Really, yeah, that's true. Also, so to get him to um, play Blood Bowl is pretty awesome. Reaction time was probably not good enough at that point. To play. His his favorite game was Call of Duty, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And matter of fact, he downloaded that most recent yeah. free one, I guess. Uh, we played Modern a little Warfare. bit of that. Yep, because yep, he wanted nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Back in the day when we used to stay up until 3 o'clock in the morning. <gasps> this was so fun, but so bad. The whole bad. point was, he was like, I just want to have this for nostalgic reasons. I want us to play. And I was like, okay. So then I would bug him all the time. Mm-hmm. I got messages him on on a, a PlayStation asking him to play. And he was always busy. Well, And you never did a mud run with him, did you? No, I didn't. He always asked you. Yep. So, Alan, you ready to do a mud run? You can come with me? <laughs> I think we should do it in his honor. Come on. Oh, God. Yes, you should. No, come on, Steve. No, I'm good. If, hey, if, he told me that I could do it, which means that you can do what it. What are two things I hate? Mud and running. Let's just put them together. That's not necessarily true. And you girls. Don't hate mud. I hate and mud. girls. I don't like being in mud. And girls. You hate why, girls? Why would I hate girls? You went to Europe and you didn't have sex at all. You went to Chicago this year and you... did not have sex at all. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Have sex. With who? I'm not going to pay for it. That's what Tinder's for, I thought. Yeah, just Tinder. International Tinder, you, come on. I'm going to make a waving motion to my face and be like, you think I'm going to pull anything on Tinder? International Tinder. You never know. Steve. They could be like, oh, an American is here? I'm going to bang this guy. And Steve. then they rob me. <laughs> well, you it wake, would be worth it. Just don't take anything up, with you. <laughs> you wake up in a bathtub with this heavily scarred, mm-hmm. <laughs> a scar on your chest and no kidney. At least a story. The hospital. That's true. It would be a great story. But it's already been told. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so. Brian also. Yeah. He had to have a ton of trade paperbacks. ton he, of TVBs. He, he yeah. collected trade paperbacks like crazy. He loved comics. He loved Blibble. I guess I still got a- You know what I got mad about? The guy at the, 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 the preacher, the pastor at the funeral. Mm-hmm. He said he was fond of DC comics. Yeah. <laughs> Which Brian was, mm-hmm. but Brian read everything. Right. And it was good. He read it. His and I just wanted to stand. Probably Spider-Man. And I wanted to stand up and go, no, he well, read them all. <laughs> yeah. His favorite character is Spider-Man? I would think so. I thought it was Flash. Yeah, it was Flash. Well, for DC, but I mean. Oh, he thought it was... favorite Marvel com- yeah. comic? Maybe. I don't I know. I mean, he used, because he always liked the, he read Spider-Man back before the Clone Saga and all that stuff. Oh, back when he was young. Ben Riley, basically. Okay. You know. Okay. Yeah, he's probably young enough that that, okay. that was going on. Flash was his big yeah. character, though, in DC and stuff. I can see that. It just confused me because at the funeral, that uh, his family, most of his family, were wearing like Superman shirts. And there was one Superman thing at the front. And I was like, well, I thought, no, I didn't know Superman was his favorite. No, it's not. They I were feel just bad. Re- I talked Sarge out of wearing the Superman shirt and cape. <laughs> should have wore it. He should have uh, wore it. Steve. But 
I didn't know what the, the so vibe the, was. The celebration of life said shirt. wear superheroes yep. attire and stuff because that's what Brian would want it. There was a ton oh. of people with comic book shirts on, yep. which was really, really okay. There was people. His dad was in shorts. Yep. And a Superman shirt on. And I thought that was cool as hell because yep. me and Jim's walking in. We're like, are we sure we're dressed appropriate? Because <laughs> Jen has her like comic book shirt on too. And she's just like, I don't know. They said this, but Man. will everybody show up? And then when we saw his dad, we were like, this is really cool. I could have worn my went, Bizarro shirt and gone up there and talked about how much I hated him. Bizarro? O'Brien? I have a bizarro shirt. So that way he would I could have like gone up bizarre. and been yelling about how much I hated him. Me hate Brian. I'm so glad he did. <laughs> me hate Brian. I'm this happiest me ever been. So I was going to point something out to you. <laughs> okay, I don't know if anybody's told you told you this yet, but I think that he picked his own music for his his uh funeral. Was, yes. Because really the song I walked in on was <laughs> I'm still standing. Oh, okay. Ever did? I was like, no, he, yeah. Supposedly he picked all. He this had stuff. to have. There's yeah, no yeah. way somebody else would have put no, that on. No, if if you're gonna die, that's part of the one good oh. thing about dying is you get to pick your own music. People, I have to listen really to. hope they play "Happy Phantom" by Tori Amos with me when I die because I love that song. I don't even know that song. When I die today, I'll be the happy phantom. And then like she's talking about how she goes haunts the nuns and does all these things. It's a fun, just a fun okay. song. No clue. And there's a song by Elvis Costello being God's comic where he talks about yeah. like he was a comedian here who dies and he goes up and like he meets God and God's like, tell me some jokes. And he's like, what do I do? And he's <laughs> like, well, come on, tell me some jokes. I prefer the jokes about my son. And the comic's <laughs> like, holy hell, what do I do? You know? So it, I, I think, yes, I think he picked that out. Yep. And stuff. That'd so. be cool. That was a good one. Yeah. Good stuff. So. Yeah. If you're still listening to us, we appreciate this. <laughs> I think this is therapeutic for all of us here. And we know it's the holiday season, but what better time to remind you to, to live love your family and yeah. love, love people. Yeah. Well, this is what I'm always, I've really over the last couple of years, really, really believe this. I'm not rich in money. I'm not rich in being smart. I'm not rich at being good at any game. Cause I'm not, I'm just okay. I'm rich in friends. And we have a lot of those. And we a do. lot of people don't have trustworthy, you can count on them friends. Yeah. And really, even through the podcast, we have a ton of people. You know, when Alan's house blew away, we did a tournament and had tons of people just no, donate. No, we do. And this podcast is just an extension of that. Yeah. But at the same time, people don't, I guess sometimes I wonder why do people put up with me and like me? And I'm very serious in saying that because I don't want to go find another friend at this late in life. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. I mean, I got stuck with the ones from high school and I got stuck with the ones from HeroClix. That's do, pretty much it. Do they have friender? <laughs> Instead of Tinder, friend? Yeah, probably. I just need a friend. Just somebody to come over and play games. No, but really, I, sometimes I think about that and I'm like, that's where my blessing on sure, is, is, is friends. And it seems like it grows and gets you know, yeah, we lost a close friend, but mm -hmm. I have all these circles of friends, and that's where I feel like I'm very blessed. And at the same time, I don't know why people like me because, you know, you're your own worst critic. Yeah. You know, you just made a comment that why wouldn't anybody pick me on Tinder? Because you're your own worst critic. Yeah. When somebody 
loves the way you look and everything. Oh else. sure, there's a lot of Bulgarian <laughs> men who love how I look. So you're saying you could have? I, oh, I could. I'm but saying I don't want it. you get what I'm saying. No, I know. I'm, yes. not, I'm not really not trying to make fun of you, but no, at I the know. same time, it's just like it's just weird how little things connect you and sure. you grow with somebody and you literally grow with somebody when. Brian and his wife lost their first child through the miscarriage and yeah. stuff. Um, which was I also really hard. missed that funeral because I was my second day at my job. Right. and it So was, I don't go to Brian's funeral. What, what do they call it where they, you still have to deliver the baby because it's so far? Is that a Basically stillbirth? stillbirth, yeah. Okay. That was trying. And Induced I re- And I remember me and Jake Langham went up to that hospital that they were at for that. I went and as visit, well. Were you there too? Yeah. Were we all three there yeah. then? Yeah, we actually all went. I didn't go. No. It, it was hard to be there, friend. but we were there for Brian. Yeah, we were there for him. And um, so I remember, like, you go through. <laughs> and I he re- gave us hugs then. Do you re- Alan. <laughs> yeah, Alan. <laughs> you could have got a hug. I, I, I should have. I, <laughs> I hugged Heather, too. But, but do you remember he was getting responses from other people through text? Yeah. And how it bugged him? Kind of some of the people were just... You could tell he was very appreciative that we were there in yes. the moment and not just somebody saying, sorry, bro. Yeah. You know, and that, that meant I, that still, I can still hear that. And I don't want to really talk about what those people talk to him about. Oh, but, sure. Yeah. But there was more than that. But, um, yeah. uh, he hated hearing, well, God has a reason for everything. Right. Maybe it shouldn't, you know, yeah, yeah. Maybe it wasn't meant to be and mm-hmm. all this stuff, but, um, not, we not were there. The time. So yeah. we, we went through a lot of stuff together. Yeah. And uh, we were there when he'd come and talk about, I've been up the hospital, you know, for 20 hours with Abby and mm-hmm. I'm exhausted or tired or whatever. So, I don't know. It's going to be weird not having him around because, yeah. like I said, I still think we're going to see him mm-hmm. for some reason. And it's that's, like, that's the thing about closure. The funeral, graveside, that's closure. You know, without that. All my last vision of him was getting in that car at Ray's barbecue. Mm-hmm. That was it. And then gone. Yeah. You know, unless you see a dead body, like not moving anymore and you can poke it with a stick. Like you good. You, oh no, he's gone. Okay. Weird part it doesn't me, close out. I still saw him logging into PlayStation every day when I was logged in. Cause his, him and his kids would be on there mm-hmm. watching Netflix right. or well, whatever. Steve said that he's like, he was just on the other day. Yeah, you know, before he passed. Yeah, the day he was went into the hospital, I was like, you know, we shouldn't find him to play Rocket League. But mm-hmm. well, well, and as you say, it made me stop playing PlayStation for a little bit because then every time I would log in, even after his passing, his just kids were still using it. Be to friend pl- him. No, no, I can't do <laughs> that. You and I are so I, different. <laughs> I, I noticed that you haven't been on there as much. To yeah, play like Rocket League yep. and stuff like that, and I figured that's what it was. It's I exactly it had, what it was. It had something to do with the passing of Brian. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been. Hit, it's been hitting me harder than I thought it was going to hit me. Yeah, I mean, like I knew it was going to hit me hard, but sure, and, four weeks and later, it's okay. I do the whole okay. Well, he's gone, so let's delete all the text messages, delete all the photos, let's pretend he never existed, and we're done. I can't do that. <laughs> I you can't really do that. did that? I deleted everything. Sure. And you are a weird cat, man. Well, it's not like I had pictures of him, but sure. I deleted the text messages. I have huh. every one of his text messages back to the days when we were working out, going to the gym together, and we were constantly prodding each other back and forth. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I don't want to go back in those. <laughs> I really wish I kept some of those last text messages from this year because it was always a group text with yep. like 
what eight of us on there. Well, and, Alan would have them. I have them. And we'd always end up bagging on Jake Langham. Oh, yes. No yes. matter what it was, it, it turned into being Jake Langham's this jerk. Yep. And we'd all bag him. And it's he's so like, great. It, it was wonderful. And that's what good oh. friends do. And speaking of, you know, um, Brian, um, Brad Wells always comes up from Houston, always yeah. goes to Bucky's, always brings the Bucky nuggets, beaver uh-huh. nuggets. So I had left over from Oklahoma Bowl some beaver nuggets, some of the karma ones. And just somehow or another, the month goes by, and Brian, we all in the text message like, I wish we could do something for you. And Brian's like, well, I sure could use some, you know, Bucky's caramel beaver nuggets. Like, ha, 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 maybe we'll go down this weekend and get them for you. And then I, I went, I called Jake Langham, like, hey, I got them. Let's go over. So, like, just randomly, an act from Brad, random act of kindness, allowed us to give him a little bit, like, a human moment. <laughs> and, you know, get to go over, say hi, you know, give him a hug, say we love him, and then leave. And, and give him some beaver nuggets. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So he got to enjoy them one last time. That's cool. You don't know it was the last time. He did stuff without you around. That's true. very true. He could have had plenty of beaver nuggets. He had a lot better friends than you. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Do you feel bad for ripping him off on all those Blood Bowl trades that you used to wing around? Hmm? Huh? What? We never did. You know how you like trades. trades stuff for? No, that was more Heroclix stuff. There wasn't so you much. You feel bad for that? Dude, I was the king of Heroclix trades. I didn't rip <laughs> so any, no. I didn't rip any of us off. <laughs> other people maybe but no i never ripped us off steve was always wheeling and dealing here i loved it it was so much fun (laughs) still miss those days yeah it's going to be rough for me when i'm going to eventually have to go over there and get his hero his blood bowl stuff well he did and then i'm supposed to sell it all and and i still haven't reached out to heather yet because i want to give her some time and with thanksgiving i i i need to do it uh, yeah. you know, we're obviously recording this before Thanksgiving, yeah. even though this is on the December episode, but I really wanted to give her some time and, you know, I don't know. I, so yeah, I, that's, I told that's her when at the it's funeral, really going to hit. Yeah. That's going to be really hard, but I don't want him to get ripped off either. You know, oh, no, I'm, that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> he asked me specifically, he's like, Hey, so you mind like, you know, if something happens that, you know, you can take care of it all. I'm like, yeah, no problem. I know. It's so. just. Yeah, that's going to bother me, too, because I'm going to want to come over and see it all. Mm-hmm. What, I, what I'm what i scared of is I'm going to see it. You're going to want And everything I don't have, I'm going to just buy yeah. either way. Yeah. We get first dibs, no doubt. <laughs> well, I and know. And I, for sure, am going to take one of his teams. I'm going to give her money for it. I'm buying a team. but Well, I would like to buy, if he has more than one painted team, I, yes. I, I thought Whenever the same thing. Whenever we get thing, it all. I thought but the same thing. I want something to remember him by. Absolutely. I totally understand. Yeah. Totally understand. Yeah. So we'll see what all is there. And then, like, I will be auctioning stuff off or whatever sure. through the podcast. And, well, you know, we did have some people a while back, you know, but, I put I put out on Facebook his GoFundMe for medical treatments. And uh, we did have some people actually go and donate some. That's cool. Because we live in America where we have to do that to get right. any type of medical treatment. What's, what's going to be weird, and we don't know this, I mean... We have to accept the answer if his wife says, no, I want to hold on Ooh. to some of that. Yeah, yeah that's true. Because we no, don't think fair. about yeah. that. Because I thought of it from a perspective, if something happened to Jennifer, there's some things. Sure. I'm not going to let walk out of the house, you know, even though, even if she, she'd want me to get rid of it. Well, or, it's, you know, anything it, we do is at her 
behest, basically, sure, at this of point. Course. If she wants to just store it all in a room right, and never it touch to the, it for 10 years. Never give it to the kids. When 100% her prerogative. So, um, did we ever have him on the podcast? We, he never really showed interest, I don't think. For well, Brian he was on this yeah. podcast. Did we have I think, one? I think a long time ago. I think he at least had one interview. Did he? Was it well, when he won? I just remember him talking about it with me. Well, we'll have to. Uh, we'll put it up in the show notes if we can mm-hmm. find it. I don't think he was on, but if you said maybe he was, we'll look it up so. and we'll put it in the show notes. But um, he, we asked him. He just never really seemed to have a desire. He didn't listen to a lot of podcasts, though, either. That's and true, yeah. Usually people who listen to podcasts love podcasts, and people who don't, I totally get it. You know, yeah. if you have time. Like, I don't have time as much anymore, so I don't listen mm-hmm. as much as I want to. Even not having a job? I'm not sitting here listening to podcasts most of the time. So yeah, it's, it's, it makes it it's hard. difficult. But um, I wish we would have forced him on now. Yeah. I mean, I just do. And so that's why it was important for me to... Try to get you to, to come on. <laughs> and really, we so were Alan, going to. You're, you're going to pass away soon. That's you're what it you're is. next. But we were going to. It's going to be a while. Sure if he yeah. went to Chaos Cup this year. Yeah, that's also kind of sad. Is like last year, he said, I really want to go to podcast or I want to go to Chaos Cup 2019. Chicago, yeah. And, I would have um, gone too. I know, especially if you guys were like, "Oh, Brian's coming too." We know. That's I would have been. The, the whole thing was like, "Oh, this is huge!" You know, like we yeah. get Brian to go. Maybe we can get a few more people. Mm-hmm. I think Steve. That just perpetuated Steve's fantasy of buying an old bus and driving <laughs> us all up there. Be amazing! I would love that. <laughs> um, but you know, once the cancer hit, it was like, "Well, that's out." You know. Yeah. I mean, and, you always. You can't do everything you want. You never have enough time to do everything. So if there is something you really want to do, just fucking do it. You know what I thought of? And this is dumb. Hmm. Because you're right. No matter when you you pass away, you're always going to be like, oh, I never got to finish that story arc of the latest whatever. Or, Anything. Yeah. Or whatever. Is this an omen that like the next Star Wars movie is going to suck? <laughs> I'm not seeing the connection, but I'm very curious where it is. <laughs> Because like he's not going to get to see the final Star Wars movie. To complete it out. To complete it out. The episode nine. Yeah. Is it a good thing he passed away because the movie's oh. going to suck so bad? Okay. Well, no, because he's missing Mandalorian. You don't have to have watch that. That's but it's really good. Is it? It's really good. Have you watched it? I have not yet. No, we don't even have Disney Plus. So. I'm not saying I do. I'm still saying Mandalorian's really good. Oh, somebody is uh, pirating stuff. I do not. How dare you? But somebody lives with you now that pirates stuff. Who knows? Who knows? All right. <laughs> so, so we anything else before we go? No, I think, I guess. Find a friend, get close to them, <laughs> let them die. It makes you feel really bad. Hug them. Hug them. We're going to give Alan more hugs. We've learned that we're going to yeah. take more pictures with ourselves in there, whether we like our looks or not, because mm-hmm. I feel the same way, Steve. I see pictures of myself and go, holy, oh, yeah. holy shit. I I've seen bu- pictures of you, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> I should buy Jennifer like a trophy every week yep. she stays with right. me. <laughs> I understand that. Wow, she lets me, and it's like, yeah. wow, why, I why? No, take more pictures, because you never know. Talk and- about people. Be open with people love people let them know you love them and um and so here's a a weird thing too is if you're out there thinking i don't have friends i don't have anyone this close steve will be your friend i've become friends with people through the podcast or just through blood bowl trading or whatever 
So that's not impossible. So you have to pay Steve off by training but, himself. <laughs> no, it helps. <laughs> what I'm saying is, realistically, go play in the store league. Go to tournaments. The whole community is full of awesome weirdos for the most part. That's 100% true. I've never met a 100% bad person at Blood Bowl. Like, just a douche. Um, we had one the first Oklahoma <laughs> Bowl, but still. I would say overall, though, you could count maybe less than five. Yeah. Like, people I just but, don't want to see anymore. And I know there's people, like, I'll and, go, that guy's really hard to play. Yeah. God, he's a knucklehead. Look, going but to World not Cup. A, they're not bad people. 1,400 people, and I can sit down with any single one of them, not know the language, and just chill out and hang. That's because you got to see that guy's penis. Well, there's that. Didn't know that. Yeah, it's it was it was a thing. All right, we'll discuss more later. Okay, it was on the last episode. Okay, you were going to say something else. I can't remember what I was going to say. I don't doubt it. Penis thing threw me off. The hu- penis thing <laughs> threw everybody off. <laughs> that was my first round. Oh, of oh I know what I was going to say. Go ahead. It's not about the actual whether or not you like playing with them is not the part. It's the right. part where you when you have those breaks and you're actually able to talk to someone. You got to force yourself to talk to somebody though. Yep. That's the hard part. You do have to do that. Yeah. Go find someone to go lunch with. That's the greatest thing. That's the big deal right there. Me and Jennifer went to a super show, the wrestling card game, a tournament this weekend down in Dallas. And it was really funny because Jennifer, people seem to like really get along with her, but she's, I think gets a little anxiety when there's a big crowd of people. So she was sitting down and I didn't even realize it. I guess it's from running Blood Bowl tournaments. I made my right way around to everybody <laughs> yep. and just kind of like, hey, how's it going? Where'd you guys come from? How long have you been playing Super Show? And I'm not even running the event, you know? And I even met this guy's wife. Hey, I'm Scott. And oh, I'm Vic's wife and all this stuff. So I guess I could owe that to like running Blood Bowl tournaments because we try to do stuff yeah. like that. One last bit about Brian. Do you yeah. remember when we met him early on and we talked about like candy? And he said, I oh. never had a Snickers. That and dude we had like, never had a ton <clears throat> of stuff. He was not a candy guy. We were buying him candy bars left and right. Just like, he was like this. 24 or 25. He never had a Snickers in his life. I don't life. understand that. Butterfinger, anything. <clears throat> he just grew up. He didn't have a sweet tooth. In, in a way, I'm a little jealous of that. Yeah. yeah I mean, I can't get away from it. Because Alan, when he comes in games, it's nothing but candy. <laughs> and he's like, I got headaches. And I, Steve's I like, eat a normal meal. <laughs> but I had candy and Oreos. <laughs> I bought a bag of Oreos and a bag of Chippers Ahoy, and I didn't know what type of M&Ms people like, so I got regular, and I got peanut butter, and I got <laughs> almonds. And... I do like when Alan shows up. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's but amazing. Yeah, I just remember sitting in like, remember we used to eat a lot of Earls and stuff, yeah. and go, okay, so you never had a Snickers. What about this? Nope, never had a Milky Way. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Yes. Did your parents just never give you candy? I just never cared for it. And we made him try all these weird candies and stuff. <laughs> it's pretty awesome, really. So make friends, make them eat candy. Yeah. Enjoy life, folks. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. And thank you if you've made it this far for listening, because I think it's good for all of us. I agree. It's a little rambling, but like I said, it ties into Blood Bowl because it's dealing with loss in the gaming community. We are going to honor him with Oklahoma Bowl, doing charity tournaments, doing a figure. It's going to be a thing. So you'll hear more about it in the future. Well, thanks for coming on with us, Alan. No problem. I don't feel like I, I contributed enough. but What, what else I do you want to add? What do you want to add? I don't know if I could add any more. We talked about everything. but So we're... you're committing right now to play at Oklahoma Bowl in, in Brian's memory. Right. You're going to grow a beard like him. 
Um, you're going to play the drums. You're going to learn the drums. Well, okay, then. Texas T mustache? Yeah, the Texas T mustache. Yeah, the big mustache he had. Do that. No. Man, Alan, <laughs> Alan had a porn stash going for your Hooper costume for Halloween, right? Hopper. Hop, Hopper. Is it Hopper? It's Hopper from Stranger Things. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and he didn't keep it on for the funeral. <laughs> Brian would have loved that. I know. He would have loved that. He would have said, you were a terrible friend for not yeah. showing up that way. So it was sad. a pretty nice mustache. It was. Okay, well, we're going to end this, and whatever is next is next. Just like in life. Welcome back. We are going to be talking about... I don't know. Balancing issues, stunties, etc. The new ogre team that they this is brought gave on. us some yeah news about. They dropped some new news about the new ogre team and what it's made up of. So this is officially the final of the stunty teams to come up. So this is their final attempt to quote unquote balance the teams. And. What we're talking about is now the Ogre team has kicked teammate on one of their positions, which is the, what do they call it? The runt punter? So. Yeah, the runt punter has bonehead, kick teammate, mighty blow, and thick skull. Is it clear in the article that you have zero to six Ogres and a zero to one punt, runt punter? Or no. do you have zero to five ogres and a zero to one punt runter? It's <laughs> not clear either way. This punt is all runter. kind of conjecture. So, punt I mean, punter. once we get the new stuff out, we'll have go into more depth. But it says specifically, you get up to six of them, including one runt punter. So, it could be either way. It could be you get six ogres and... You can only have one runt punter, and you can have up to six of the regular. Or it having, could be five and one. I don't know. Because five and one, that doesn't change much. Having six and one changes a lot. Well, you can only ever have six, though. Yeah. No, I don't yeah, think. I don't. That's what they just said. Okay. Well, then it, it must be you zero get to up five. To six of them. I know, but the regular ogre will be labeled zero to five. It's not going to be labeled zero to six. It could be. I doubt that. I'm just saying it could be. It could be zero to six, and then run punter is zero to one. But the most you can have is six ogres of any combination. Seems like a lot of extra crap just to write in there for no reason. But that's also GW, so it wouldn't surprise me if they do that. Knoblars, now officially called Knoblars, even though they're not painted as Knoblars, because I thought Knoblars were blue. Um, could be wrong on that. I don't know. Again, 5135, that doesn't change. Disposable, dodge, right stuff, sidestep, stunty, titchy. So, what's disposable, you ask? Well, disposable means, let me find the exact verbiage, says, the disposable skill means that you don't count their cost in your overall team value. That's all. That's all we know. So that means you buy them, and then even as they level up, they don't count towards your team value? So we don't know how much they're going to cost initially. 
They've got to still be 20. I would. Oh, they might not be. It's, it's what a if new they're skill. 30 now? Well, so they're more expensive to get to begin with. Okay. But, but at the same time, you won't cut them as quick because a lot of times if you have an ogre team in league play and you skill up and you oh, yeah. Well, I didn't roll doubles, so I'm just going to cut this guy. I was going to say, initially, I didn't like it because I thought you got them for free and they just stayed free. And I'm like, that's annoying. I am on the fence. But yeah, if you have to buy them and if they're more expensive, I like it. But I like the skill because, as you said before, anytime they leveled up, just poof, gone. I would cut them no matter what it was. Because even plus one strength, not worth it. Plus one agility, not worth it. Plus one agility is definitely worth it. Eh, probably worth it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I get I, min and maxing, probably yeah. none of them's worth it, but I love when that happens. But now, if they don't cost anything, you could have a theoretically three strength Noblar with plus one agility, and it doesn't cost anything on your team. He still has five armor. So there is that. It. There is that. So I. I'm just going to reserve all this to say, like, I don't know. Because okay. when we get the new Spike magazine in a week or so, it really could be like, you know, you pay for the initial cost, they're 20K, mm-hmm. and any skill adds nothing. Uh, any stat boost does add stuff. We yeah. just, we don't know. I mean, we don't know at all. But if I had to guess, I would lean that maybe these are going to be. 30k or i hadn't thought about that I if like they're it. not 30k yeah maybe they're still 20k but maybe the regular ogre is 10k more than a human ogre. yeah i'd be okay that, with that. that's my my thought i i think the cost is gonna somewhere there's gonna be a different cost for something in there so it's also interesting that now that you have a kick teammate skill that you can have on your team can you, you kick and punt in the you same can time? throw a guy and you can kick a guy be, but the kick takes up your blitz action. It does? Mm-hmm. Okay. Kicking's weird. Um, it's 1d6 or 2d6, and if you roll 2d6, if it's doubled, you get injured. If you go 6 to 9 squares, it's a minus 1 to landing, and 9 or more squares, it's a minus 2 to landing. I don't. I don't want to deal with it. I'm not, like, against, like, the idea of the fluff behind it. Yeah. I just don't want to deal with some weird complex rule. I don't think it's bad. I don't, I don't care. I don't it's know. It's probably not going to come up often. <clears throat> I've never played it. The plan is, is maybe once these guys are out and once I'm done playing every team twice, maybe yeah. go back to Ogres and try some of these new things. Um, we got to see pictures of the new models, and I think the models look really nice. They went back to that old style, what I call old style Warhammer look, where they have the big belt buckles with yeah. like, the maw symbol because they're supposed to like worship or mm-hmm. you know say thanks to the the great maw no i think they look great and they actually released what is it two female ones or there's was two, it one female there's two female like a uh it's forge, forge world, world add-on god knows how much that's gonna cost you're gonna get an extra knoblar <sighs> yeah um i do, mean they look awesome so we know that the the team pack is gonna be four ogres mm-hmm. it looks like only one of them's off Everybody has two feet based, from what I can tell, except for one guy. I could be wrong. Well, yeah, I mean... Is there two of them? It's one out of each sprue. One's on the ground, one's not. So it makes me wonder, Do we, are we going to get... Do you think... Did it specifically say only one 
runt punter? Or is it possible we're going to get two? No, it says only one. Okay. All right. That's interesting. Um, but I think that's the one with the leg up in the air. Okay. So he's the one punting. I like the look of him. I mean, like, I still default the, to Pete Nifton's art in second edition I will of the say, Ogres. Yeah. These with, are the most menacing looking Ogres. Yes. And the paint job, whoever they got to do them, is great. I know I've given heck about the paint jobs before, but these look great. Yeah, they they look really good. I like the style. If I had to redo them, they would look more like second edition ones, but everything would if it was me. So I love for something the that fifth they're... ed ones. The fifth ed ones? The Oh, with the like the helmets. The multi pieces and, and the spikes. Those are pretty the... good too. I mean, really we haven't had bad ogres in Bubble no. at all. No, those are my favorite just because they're so you know modular and you can do so much with them even the one they released a few years ago is really nice except that he's like yeah. what holding the ball and he's on one yeah. foot yeah if he wasn't on one foot i would love him you know um so i'm actually looking forward to this um i'm getting suckered in again by buying a team and buying a magazine <laughs> and buying the card set and i'm gonna be f- furious this will be the last time i buy a card set if we only get like Five or six star players. Well, I, know, I know we're probably going to get five or six star players, but yeah, I'm going to give it one more chance. I'm, I'm assuming no matter what, I'm going to have some Christmas money, so I'm going to splurge. But I'm telling you, I'm going to be very upset if that's the case. So Yeah, as I say, you might just be ready to be upset because that's probably what's going to happen. All right, so you want to talk about the imbalance or the trying to balance the stunty teams. Yeah. Because you just... feel like... With every stunty team, they gave them some new wrinkle. They did. I mean, Halflings wasn't huge, but they got new positions, and they got the timber skill. Um, We got Goblins, which was huge, the stupid um, Doom Diver, and another position. So this one doesn't, I mean, it has a new position for the Ogre, but it's not that big a deal. Kind of is. I think this one you're not going to find out for about six months. You yeah. Know, I'd let people play. Because, like, tournament play it doesn't sound like it's going to affect much at all. Yeah. I don't. Th- I mean, am I wrong in that? No, because you still have to buy them. Tournaments, when I sit down to you, if you're 300K below me, you don't get automatic inducements, right? Right. And we- But in league play, if I sat across yeah. from you and brought this team, I go, hey, I get a halfling chef. Mm-hmm. So that's where I, that's where I think it's going to. I don't know. Time it's probably also going to depend on the inducements too. And we're we're all in theory and all this because we don't haven't read the magazine yet. That's all true. But do you think that they have done a successful job in trying to rebalance the teams? I would say that each team is probably slightly better. I but they all still suck. I would say that I think what they've done more than anything is tried to make them more interesting for new people to want to play them. Yeah. Because before you go like, why would I want to play with halflings? They just suck and they have two tree men and they, they're little weak guys. Oh, well, you can take this, this, and this now. It's a little bit different. Oh, maybe I'll try them. Right. I think that's what they've done more than anything. I haven't ran into a lot of the new stunty teams in action at tournaments and stuff. So it's hard to say. I mean, I've, I've got no. to use the Doom Diver. It is fairly... Can be powerful, yeah. But it's still a lot of dice rolls. Oh, it is, and you're still probably going to lose. Yeah, I mean, it's still goblins. Okay, well, I mean, I was just curious how 
I think because I don't think I don't dislike anything they've done with the snot with any of the stunty teams. This one's open to, you know, just off what we know. Sure. Um, I don't think any of them's game breaking. The Doom Divers, the closest thing that is, but outside of that, they still are all tier three, all very much. You need a lot of dice rolls to win, right. and that's what they should be. Because you know, some people are gonna be like, "I can't believe they're trying to balance the games. This is just stupid." And what? <laughs> why are they doing that? I'm like, well, I don't. I don't think they're. I don't think Blood Bowl's ever going to be balanced. Otherwise, yeah, everybody might as well just play with a human team. Yeah, and then like, oh, these Blitzers—they're really ogres, and mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It just to me, it, it makes them interesting enough. And if you're an old school guy, you're probably going to think, oh, if I'm going to run the runt punter, I need a model to represent this. Yeah. I mean, not everybody, but me, you, Phil Bonerak, mm-hmm. people like us, they'll think like, well, if I want to run the uh, runt punter, I might have a guy that looks like he's kicking. And that's important to me. So I'll you might go buy and just team. use the guy who's throwing. Sure. And have him be my punter. And you can easily do that. Something now. like that, yeah. Right. It's just um I don't I I no, I don't think they're even more balanced. I think they just give you more wrinkles to try to do something themey. Okay. Um it kind of feels like with the runt punter that they they already had the um Grack and Crumbleberry model. Yeah. And they thought they'd just throw this in there mm-hmm. type deal. And they already had the skill, so almost, that makes sense. Yeah, but was it they already have the skill, or they were like, we'll show them that this is not a one-time off throwaway character. This is going to be incorporated in Blood Bowl, because it's amazing. I don't know. I, I mean... Don't, I don't know either. I think it makes Grack and Crumbleberry less unique. That it does. Because for the cost... But that's also fine, because now if you have one, you can actually use it in your team. That's true. That's a the, good... Um, good thing yeah the disposable like i said i like the idea of it because now when i do play an ogre team like i would be more likely to play an ogre team in the league because i can actually let them level yeah, up that's, and they're fun without knowing exactly what it does yeah which i really wish they would have told us yeah maybe um, we should have waited but <laughs> well yeah. we're talking more about the balance but it's gonna it, come out next week and we're gonna be doing episode it definitely has made so. me go like maybe i'll play some ogres soon yeah in, in the league you know but I don't know. We'll just wait and see. Okay. I mean, I, I think we're going to get some probably unique inducements. Yeah. If in, if disposable goes with the, no matter how many skills you have, this guy doesn't yeah. count towards your team value. I think you're going to see some inducements that allow a mercenary ogre maybe, or even, oh, you know, maybe. Like, instead of a wizard. They did mention something about giants. There you so go. So there'd be some... Every team is going to be able to induce some type of giant. I don't know. Maybe. Just say we don't know. Yeah. We're, we're going to know more in a week. No, I, I think these teams are still on the lower end. But what I do think it does is if you take a really good coach that's almost good with every team, yeah, they're going to even be better now because it looks like they might have some better opportunities. That's true. And the disposable thing, we still really don't know what that means. Okay, fair we, enough. I what I hope it is is like you buy the guy he counts as twenty k on your roster, but every skill from that point on 
is yeah, free. Is free. That's what I hope happens. That'd be better. Because if you're in league play, you can have a guy with diving tackle. You can have a guy with catch, and it th- doesn't change much. Also, really, at that point, you're just you're going to have 15 people on your team no matter what. Because the only 20k to buy, right? And whenever you get money, if once you have all your ogres, what are you going to use that money on? Right. I mean, so you're going to fill up your roster, and then you know if you need to induce a star player, you cut one or two or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I can't yeah. wait to find out. It's got me excited for ogres. That's true. Um, and I said I'm excited. So year of the ogre, huh? What What I'm worried about more than anything <laughs> is like I like those uh, female models a lot. Yeah. I don't know what the cost is going to be on those. It's going to be stupid. But, it's gonna be stupid. Like I hope it's not like a hundred bucks for the Death two Roller months. was what fifty. I think Death Roller was like seventy dollars. The Tree Man was seventy. Well, I think I think that's what we're gonna be looking at. So this is gonna be at least seventy five. Two this, models in the Noblar, two ogres in Noblar. I, I don't know if I'll do it, but Jennifer likes to play ogres lately. Yeah, at tournaments because yeah. it's just she can go bash she can do whatever you know if she doesn't win no big you deal you could buy she three does. packs of them and you'd have a full team of female ogres <laughs> yeah well i'm not buying three packs of them someone probably will but use those heads it's interesting yeah. yeah um yeah i guess you could just do the heads if they're separate that's the thing too is we don't know how many pieces these things are going to be in but yeah it really makes me want to buy a new ogre team and get it painted in some type of colors that she would like mm-hmm. then i have the team and she has a team that she can play with, and and they're plastic, so yeah, they'll travel and hold up well. So that'd be cool. I I like the block dice. The, the, yeah, I block mean, dice if are we're awesome. talking about all this, um, even though we're going to talk about this in, again in a few episodes, but yeah, I really like how the pitch block, looked good. I didn't really, see. I, I didn't see much on that mountain. It, the other side snowy. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm in for one of everything. We'll we'll see how it goes. Okay. Well, like I said, I just wanted to touch base and see what our thoughts were. You kind of agree on mine. so. Yeah, I mean, I still think a lot of new players, not a lot. I guess some of the players, new players that don't worry about winning, they kind of flock to the stunty teams just to have fun. Mm-hmm. And to me, having all these like extra rules with the, what's the goblin noisemaker guy? The hooligan. Yeah. And then you have the doom diver and now you have the kicking guy. I mean, I can just see like me. But Hannah's goblins t- already had a crap ton of things. That's true. All so. right. Well, maybe it's just me. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, we're just gonna call it. It is just you, and then move on, I guess. All right. So we're gonna come back with shout some shoutouts. Okay. Time to wrap it up with some shoutouts. Okay. First off. Let us do a review on iTunes. Uh, if we have not mentioned your review, we probably haven't seen it or we skipped over it or something. So just let us know. It's always great to send a screenshot to us. Yeah. And that will guarantee. Especially for other countries because some we just don't see them. That's just how Apple works. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So Scuba Dog 91 says, Scuba Dog. My favorite podcast for Blood Bowl Fluff and gave us five stars. Wow. I found this podcast back when I started building a custom Dungeon Bowl pitch about two years ago, and I've been listening ever since. He's, I'm almost com- completely caught up with all the episodes. Having only recently gotten into Blood Bowl, beyond just owning it, I appreciate a lot of the fluff and background in the game. 
Listening to the tournament experiences along with the stories of what happens outside of the tournaments is entertaining. Scott has the occasional, sometimes more than occasional, inappropriate comments, hence the parental advisory. Honestly, I kind of wish I could see Steve's expression when Scott goes into these tangents. You know what my follow-up to this is? Is it's funny because amongst our friends... You're the guy who says the most <laughs> off-color stuff that people oh, yeah. stop in their tracks mm-hmm. and go like, dude, you just did not say that. I'm the guy who sees the line and it, just takes a like, leap over it. Yeah. When everyone else is like, oh, maybe I'll go over the line. And I'm you like, often, way whether over. people catch it or not, you do it on the podcast too. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't listen, re-listen to a lot of the podcasts, so I don't know what makes the cut or not. So sometimes- I don't typically inf- cut out too much. But I'm, sometimes I'm yeah. influenced by where you take us, and then you leave me in here- to oh, die, I'm good at that too. <laughs> to die on the cross because you're you're yeah mm-hmm. you're really good at that. I open up little and, doors. I'm like, hey, what's through you, this door? You have your little fan Kilowoggy crew who thinks that you're Mister Innocent, but you have made more people upset by comments <laughs> outside of the podcast mm-hmm. than maybe any friend we have. Oh, probably. <laughs> I made a really good one of this one that got cut out. So enjoy that. See, he, <laughs> he he edits himself. So no, when, you told me to edit that. I probably did. Oh, you did. Okay. Well, okay. Either way, it's just funny. It comes from having a dead mom for so long. <laughs> I guess so. I get to throw that around. Yeah, you do. Well, anyways, <laughs> fine. Okay. Um, we did have a contest for Chaos Cup that was in our... On was it in the comments, not comments, but tags. I believe it was in the tags, yeah. or the was it the body of the message on the website? I don't know, somewhere on the you website. put it on the website. Yeah, Phil Bonerek was the first one to see it. However, he already had the swag stuff, so I told him he couldn't win it. So I went to Anthony Emmel. Oh, that's awesome. Made it really easy since he came to the tournament. I just handed it out to him. Oh, oh, I think I put it in the like description of the Chaos Cup episode. Yeah. So sometimes you got to check that stuff, and then sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll lace one in on the, <laughs> on the tags, the hashtags. And I won't know about it until I start getting emails. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? Did you about? do a contest? Yes, I did, Steve. And I go look at the website. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. It always astonished me because every time we do one of those, I'm thinking, nobody reads this. Nobody yeah. cares. So, And then people care. Speaking of contests, we were teasing a big one when we got to 1,000 followers on Facebook, and we... Then had a friend die, and that kind of threw everything off, so real life got in the way. But now we have determined what we're going to be doing, so we are going to be doing a big giant contest for not only 1,000 followers on Facebook, also our 100th episode coming up next month. We're going to give away Oracle Humble Pitch, Big Deal Pack, uh, basically everything that we have extra. In stock. In stock. Right. So like if you even if you have want of a 3x both down property of t-shirt we still have one of those <laughs> that's cool it's the only size but we have it okay but we're going to give away one of everything um i'll happily pay shipping to anywhere in the world if it's australia i'm not going to complain if you want to chip in if you win <laughs> is that can... the most expensive place to ship? oh yeah really although if it's under a pound right now i think it's the same price as everywhere else hmm. i haven't tested that completely because i sent some dice to someone and it was the same price to england or australia so i thought that was interesting but how do you win that prize um i'll be posting it on facebook and twitter and everywhere else 
guess that's pretty much it. Uh, you have to submit your best did you know. Since this is a fluff podcast, we're going to go with a fluff idea. So create a did you know for teams that are in the fluff, for your own teams. You know, Scott and I will be judging them. So you need to take that into consideration. You might do better if it's an Arctic Crag Spiders team than Millie Comes Home team or something. Yeah, it's going to be our opinions. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's safe to say, like, we don't need a page full. No. It needs it's, to be like in it, the fluff, in, in the format, just a little blurb. Just a little blurb that kind of gets to the point over. And Yeah. I mean, if you've listened a long time, maybe some did you knows about, like, some of our favorite characters or, or maybe teams. past teams yeah. um, might hit the spot. It's really just going to be an opinion. I mean, <laughs> it's going to be funny too, because someone's going to be like, I'm going to do one for action Jackson. And then I'm going to read it. And I'm like, that's not what he would do. Nah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's possible in my opinion, Steve, and we haven't discussed this. I think we should, you know, if we get a whole bunch, take like the top three and then yeah. like draw them out of a hat or something like that. We have each it, our own top three or something. Yeah. We'll do unless there's like, like a, unless a for sure winner. Yeah, exactly. So. We'll, we'll take as many as we want, put in a hat and draw it. How long are we going to keep this going? Should we um, go past episode 100? Yeah. So we'll do it episode 101 probably. So we'll let you know if it's between now and at least the next episode for sure. And the next episode will tell you when we're going to end it. One entry per email. So if you have three email accounts, send three in if you want. But uh, You can do two. You think so? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. All right. That way you can have some options. If you want to do a good one, if you want to do a goofy one, that's fine. Right. An but, off color one that obviously I will just love and Steve will hate because he's never off color. I'm never. I'm I'm the purest of all souls. Right. You're the you're the whitest of the snows. I am. <laughs> Goes with my pale, pale skin. <laughs> right. He's see through. <laughs> he's a witch. <laughs> uh let's see. Did you have anything? Shout out to, I believe it was Chris Todd who brought up a subject that Mike Davies, former NAF president, answered. And I must tell you, folks. Oh, yeah. We at Both Down are very proud to say that um, I am number one and Steve is number 11. Which is two number ones and Nuffle fa favorite number. His favorite number. So that's even better. So you want to know the answer to the most or the highest percentage of variety among players who played <laughs> at least 200 games, the answer is Scott Prime. Yeah. So what that means is matchups at tournaments ran by the NEF, Team A versus Team B for all the races. So like filling out the grid. There are 676 grid spots. That's crazy. It is. So of the, tw what, 26 races times 26 races... So if you're not familiar with the NAF, they keep track of all this stuff. So if my Chaos Dwarf team plays Steve's Underworld team, mm -hmm. win or lose, it puts a little color in there. Like yeah. red is if I lost, green I think is if I win, I think orange? Is a draw? Is a draw maybe. Yeah. And then like if I play another Underworld team, if I'm like really successful, the mm -hmm. green will get brighter and stuff like that. But some people try to take, I know like uh, Extreme, from Zlurpcast, he was trying to fill the grid in with his uh, 40 miners, his yeah. dwarf team. And I think at one point he only needed to play a Chaos Pack team to fulfill that. Yeah, so Phil Bonerek and I got one of the hard ones done because we did 
Bretonian versus Bretonian. Oh yeah, see, that's a hard one to get. Right, because you got to have the right matchups, and, and like, you have to have someone who plays Bretonians. And like yeah. you at the last Nuffleween, you didn't get four spots in with your Nuffle uh, with your Underworld. You mm-hmm. had you played two Amazons, yeah. so that's just one spot on so that seventy five percent, which is what I got. So, <laughs> out of my two hundred nine matchups for the NEF, hundred and fifty six of those are unique matchups. And out of Scott's 205, 172 are unique. Isn't that... That's 84%. And you're the highest in the world. Isn't that pretty awesome? It's amazing. I mean, I know it's like a it's weird, weird stat. Yeah. All this really shows is that I never play almost ever the same team twice. Yeah. And especially in a row. I think I've done that one time ever. And, you know, when you play different races and you go to different tournaments, you know, you mm-hmm. randomly play a bunch of different teams. What's funny about this, though, is... This is the first time I noticed that you've leapfrogged me in playing tournament games mm-hmm. because for the longest time, you would be the first guy to sit out yeah. at a tournament while I would play. And so I always had like a good 20 game lead or so on you. Definitely. And you go in this last year to Chaos Cup. <laughs> Chaos and Cup World, World Cup. That's 15 games right there. Has really caught you up huh. on, on uh, this and surpassing me. So yeah. now you're the most seasoned vet of the Both Down crew. That is true. Hmm. And Lycos has like 1,474 games. This also shows me that Lycos is just... It's insane. There were four people that have played over 1,000 matches. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Live matches. That's not casual matches. Guess what? Those are NAF tournament matches. They're not American. No. Because that's not going to happen over here. No, it's... Didn't you do the math? Like, if every tournament he went to was like five games, he almost played 300 tournaments. Yes. It's like... 298.4 298.4 or something. Exactly. That's so crazy. It, 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 it's, it's wild. Here I am thinking getting to six or seven tournaments a year is good, <laughs> and this guy goes almost every weekend. Don't blame him. What if I could? Well, in their environment too, I guess, there is almost a tournament probably at least every other weekend for sure. Yeah. Over in England. so Not hard to get to. So anyways, we thought that was a neat stat, and thanks for Mike Davies for... Uh, Doing that because it was uh, really awesome to like, why did he tag me? I don't even think he knows me. Yeah. And then here he goes, he, he goes, you want to know the answer? It's Scott Prime. I'm like, to what? <laughs> like the biggest jerks who whine about casualties against? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. So I'll blame you. Anyways, it was a fun little stat. I doubt I stay up there forever, but I'll enjoy the moment while I can. I did want to say, again, Andy Thor Spears is Black Wolf Painting. He's the one who did my Rat Pack. So if you need something painted, he's a great guy. I actually got to meet him in person at World Cup. He runs the Throat Ball Tournament, and that's always for charity. And he's always giving stuff for charity. We got a whole... He gave us a whole bunch of stuff for Oklahoma. Excellent painter. Excellent, excellent. Like, yeah. I'm going to steal Steve's... <laughs> Corn team. Corn, yeah, for sure. Like, I don't even want to buy my own corn team now. I, know. I mean, I'm going to have to wait till GW releases one. He will make one for you. Like, legit. That's how I did it. Well, so if you've point, got a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe next year we'll talk. But right. I'm going to compare it to yours because yours looks so nice. It's it's yeah. a beautiful team. Beautiful colors, everything. So definitely hit him up. He's, like I said, he's a great guy. So no no problem with that. And he can ship models without breaking them because you got your corn team and stuff over here way yes. before you ever met him in person. So. Yeah. And there was a little bit of damage, but it was oh, on there the, was? The, the big bloodthirster. Oh, I didn't know this at but all. But 
the box was beat to hell. Oh, okay. So it was perfectly fine. Okay. When I saw that box, I was like, oh, no. I was just impressed all the little models yeah. came fine. I and did, then when I, I popped know. it open, I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> That's great. Shout out to Daniel Armstrong for sending us the dice for the Loaded Dicers. Uh, I believe they were out of... Seattle. It's a gaming club up there. The Seattle Game Club. Yep. So it was nice of him to send that. If you want to send us dice, you can always keep get in touch. I know. I. It's so <laughs> weird. I kind of use them. Like, I'll tr- if I have them around, I try to play, like, one game with them. Yeah. But then I then I put them in my jug, and, like, they're valuable to me. Yeah. And at the I've... same time, they're like, I don't know how to feel. That's why I tell people, too, is, like, I put them in my jug, but it doesn't mean I don't like them. I love that I'm filling up that jug. Oh, it's exciting when you hand me a, like, hey, here's some dice that came in. <laughs> I get so excited about it. And then, like, I know there's online, like, people who, like, really, really hardcore collect dice. Yeah. And I keep thinking, like, should I donate or sell these? And then it's like, no, I can't. I don't Go want, in the milk jug. I don't want to... <laughs> don't want to part with them no they're awesome well it's it's also cool to see like different logos and stuff or like oh, yeah. ideas and stuff like oh i didn't know we could do lines this thin or mm-hmm. details like this and you know like oh that's a neat way to you know do a dice so i love i love seeing them getting them uh 50 shades unknown and o apostrophe n u l n wanted to shout out on twitter so i'm just giving them a shout out I don't really have anything to say about that. Fifty Shades of Old Nun. Old Nun. Oh, old Nun. Nun. Yeah, I, I can't speak good. Is that so. like a BDSM Blood Bowl thing? No, it's the paint Nun. Oh. Yeah. Well, there's a city Nun. Oh, I guess so. I think in the old fluff somewhere, I think it's the Nun Cannons or something oh, like that. Yeah. Or the Bombers or something like that. I'm sure they'll write back and tell us. And then okay. we'll give them a proper shout out. Well, the Fifty Shades. That's where yeah. I was like. But of course, I mean, it that's make, what it's the, a better paint reference now that I now that you that's said what I was that. Thinking. I was like, yeah, it's like the Nuln oil yeah. that you get for your models. So, so we have a couple of tournaments that wanted shout outs: the Probe Bowl Shootout. It's at Highlanders Game in Boonton, New Jersey, on January twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Dark Elves trying to get star players to come so they can experiment on them, and that was from Kevin Warrender. You can find that on facebook or naf i'm sure um i'd like to tout a little bit different tournament real quick here um the current plan is february 29th which is a saturday uh, for wizards um we're gonna do a super show created character tournament is the plan cool i know it's very close to oklahoma bowl and i've already had people say why can't you sync those up and i'm like there's no way the store is going to give us full reign of the store for three or four days it's just not possible so i'm just letting people know like it's 95 percent official i'll probably have even more details on the 100th episode okay but if you are a super show fan maybe you listen to this used to play blood bowl but now you don't but you still listen but you like super show you're welcome to come to our tournament and And the winner gets to create a character the idea is, is you pay your entry, you have many rounds of um, gaming, mm-hmm. we'll cut to the top eight or so, and then the winner gets to actually create their own character and stuff. So I like even for idea. casual people like yourself, yeah. you know, I've already talked to you about helping maybe run it and yeah. stuff, but if there's spots available and stuff. I need to go buy that jacket. <laughs> there you go. You can create your own character. So I just wanted to throw that out there now for people who... Every year we hear like, yeah. I'd love to come visit y'all, but the same weekend Oklahoma Bowl is, is my wife's anniversary. Sure. Well, 
couple weeks before, you can still come visit us and play some Super Show. And so, what is that an all-day thing? It would probably be a pretty much all-day thing. Okay. Me, me and Jennifer and some local guys went down to Texas. We did a uh, a Red River, Red River Rivalry yeah. like tournament between Oklahoma and Texas. And believe it or not, folks, uh, I wouldn't consider myself a very good Super Show player, but... That's because I haven't played anybody outside of our bubble, kind of. Yeah. And uh, in the regular tournament, I went 4-0. and And then when they cut to the top eight, I went all the way to the finals before losing to a guy I previously beat. So nice. I went 6-1 and one on the day, and we can hold our own. So okay. it, I mean, that game is a lot of also luck-based with the dice and stuff like that. But it was a really good time in meeting other people from another gaming community. It was like, it reminded me a lot of Blood Bowl. Good yeah. people that want to give you tips and advice on how to maybe build your decks and how to play the game better. So if you're cool. ever thinking about it, I know this is not a super show podcast, but it's something you want to get into. Yeah. You can always email us. And, and if you play blood bowl, we can figure something out. If there's enough people, maybe a Sunday game or Friday or. Oh, well, that's true. If there we was enough sevens. people coming up. Yeah. We could, I mean, it's not really too late to, <laughs> to do a three game Sunday tournament. If we had or we can just eight do people. A, like when we could do a quick sevens tournament on that night or that, friday night or something we, we could i'm just saying like so if you want to come would, yeah it, we could do something casually if we knew that there was you know five six people in right. town so uh next blood bowl one is wonder armor cup february 8th it's the first tournament in the magic series for 2020 it's in dreamers vault games in minneapolis minnesota it's also elvis's birthday and my father's birthday january 8th it's February 8th. Oh, February 8th. I'm sorry. Yeah, as I was That's February 8th, not January 8th. Sorry, folks. And then we also have a shout-out for Pat Wynn from Eric, his travel buddy, who uh, just wanted to say thanks for keeping in, in line and being a great travel buddy for World Cup. So it's so, Eric shouting out Pat for keeping Eric in line? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Although Pat can get kind of wild. No. I don't think that's the case. No, I know. That's what, that, <laughs> I think that, that's why he and I get along so well together. Yeah, he's so laid back. Being a bartender, you know, he had to seen everything ever. So, well, shout outs to all you guys. And um, Anything else? No. I, I believe that's the same Eric, if it's Eric Nyberger. Yep. Uh, he gave me some um, law advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've believe the struggles with my car wreck that was midsummer <laughs> is all solved and over now so finally thank god so uh, but if i could go back and change it i'd still have my old car oh yeah <laughs> it wasn't worth all the trouble but oh well well that wraps up everything um thank you for another since this is the last podcast of the year i guess thank you for another full year of listening to our show through the ups and downs um the bad things that happen and the good things that happen and the life things that happen. Um, and you, the death things that happen. Well, that's what I'm... Yeah, I know. You you see, you're inappropriately... But that was appropriate. Eh. I just <clears throat> hammered that nail. Yeah. Sure. But uh, you guys have been with us through this journey. It's been eight years now. Right? It's crazy. Yeah. Eight it's years? A, it's exactly eight years. Eight years. And you guys we been haven't missed a month through a lot of things. Us not having jobs, us going through divorces, us having new roommates, us tornadoes, tornadoes, life, losing friends, and you know the alien invasion, the alien invasion, the zombie apocalypse. I mean, that we've was, been that was through weird. 
Yes. The time that like the little cats started coming out of the frogs. I don't know what that was about. Yeah, you you were in was, love and panic at and the same it. time. Yes. It was the weirdest interaction ever. Yeah. But really, I love Christmas time. I think I love the build up to Christmas more than the Christmas day itself because mm-hmm. it gives me excuse to shower my friends with gifts and do things that I normally probably should always do. But yeah. it just feels like you're allowed to do it at that time. I'm going to go blow some money. Mm-hmm. It's okay. But um, it's really not all about that. It's the relationships and everything and you guys are a part of that so just thank everybody be safe and continue episode to have... 100 next time yeah like our legit fancy episode it is fancy we're gonna have some fancy stuff in it i need to check the numbers on how many like actual episodes we put out but this is <laughs> a ep- lot a <laughs> lot of specials <laughs> yeah for sure and, and um, um we're gonna be talking about things coming up um i've got a big project in the works you've got the tournament coming up we might do some other stuff. Sure. Can we? Should we drop any hints whatsoever? Well, I like to funnel my grief into productive out <laughs> outpourings. So I'm a, I'm gonna give two words, and we'll end it at that. Is that okay sure. for like a Christmas gift? Yeah. Uh, Mark, James. Isn't that two words? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. My mind just went to went to Mark David Chapman. I'm like, what? no. <laughs> and three more words, Mark David Chapman. <laughs> Merry Christmas, happy holidays, <laughs> happy Kwanzaa, or whatever else you celebrate. Thank you once again for making both down the number one Blood Bowl podcast. That's ending an episode. You can follow both down on Twitter at both down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you want to know if your team name is both down approved, send a tweet to at BD approved. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Well, that was hard, but we got it done. That's what she said. <laughs> Speaking of hard things. There's one thing I did forget that we didn't talk about, is that I think that Brian Hill um, coined the term uh, Blood Bowl Boner. Which I think, is... I think he said it. Well, whenever you... Oh, that's what he said when you like... Have... When you would think that, oh, I'm so close, I'm, I'm going to get this it. touchdown, and all it. I have to do is pick up the ball right here next to the, the, the end zone, and all yes, I have to do is pick it up and go in, and you go for it, and you trip and fall, or... Right, you have six rolls to do, <laughs> you succeed on all of them, all yep. you need to do is not the one, one, and you have a re-roll, yep. and he called it like, uh, I had the Blood Bowl boner, and yeah. then I failed. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst feeling. I think that's what gets me a lot on the uh, blood, blood Bowl overall. I that? think that's why he likes playing with those blue balls. What? Blue balls? Are you making a joke? Ball joke? Yeah. Uh, but also, we had the ring balls that are blue from He Tom. never played with those. I know, but it could. <laughs> he could have. If he didn't Steve's want just to be. inappropriate a... jokes that make no sense. It made perfect sense. Stevie's. I bet he still gets Blood Bowl boners when they somebody sends him a package of figures. You don't in, know what it is, and it, then, no, in the in the package still, because you know he oh. doesn't open all this shit. Yeah, did you see my cases I got? <laughs> see, he got he has cases now for his sealed figures. Okay, I'm gonna have to show this to you. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs>